Yo, what's happening, guys? Welcome back to Chaos Theory. This is episode two. We're going to keep things going here. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this content that we're pumping out. Um, I did get some really good feedback from you guys regarding episode one. I didn't know if it was going to take off or not. <laughs> A big thank you to the community on Facebook, on Discord, on YouTube, Twitter, everybody who's supporting this brand. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. We're going to try to keep it going, okay? Thank you for everybody and their support as well. We have a very special guest today, but I'll let uh, Ken go ahead and introduce. Yes, sir. And and like I said, we're back. Uh your host, Ken Chaos Lobos. I have my man, my buddy over here, Ivan Kinetic, over here taking things over. Yes, and sir. today we're going to kick things off with my good friend, my brother, my <laughs> brother in arms, Raymond Spartan Bedoya. How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. How's everyone doing? Oh, good, we're doing brother. good, bro. We're excited, good man. <laughs> we're excited to have you here, thank man. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, for an honor, the, man. Yep. For those of you that aren't familiar with uh, with Ray, and it should only be like maybe one or two of you guys, uh, Ray is one of the premier Marvel versus Capcom two players that have ever laid hands on a stick. Uh, he's destroyed countless people over the years, and in my opinion, in my humble opinion, he's one of the best to ever do it. Uh, so he's on here today to kind of tell his story, his origins. And you guys need to buckle up, okay? <laughs> Grab a fucking Red Bull. Yes, okay? sir. Do whatever you got to do. Kick off the shoes, put up your feet, and just get ready. Because Ray's going to take you for a ride. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, bro, your career kicks off uh, as early as, what, 2003, 2004? 2004 is the, is the timeline where like I got into it competitively. Like uh, I saw it, and I was like, whoa, this is something I really want to do. Well, well let's kick, kick it off, man. Tell us, tell us how you got started. Well, what the, fir- the very first time I ever saw this game, so I'm going to give you guys a little backstory of myself when, you know, growing up, because even as a kid, like five, six years old, like Street Fighter was a main game in my household between my uncles and my dad and stuff like that. So I used to watch them all the time. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like well, my uncle used to go to Golfland, the original Golfland. He probably knows like Mike Watson and them, to be honest. <laughs> and uh, anyways, so I've always grown up on Street Fighter and stuff like that. Um, now I moved from California to the East Coast. I actually lived in Connecticut for a bit, and um, that was the first time I ever saw the game Marvel's Capcom Two. Blew my mind. Saw all the characters, and of course the top tiers, which was Ryu, Ken, and Akuma. Right. Right? That's, that's what I yeah, thought. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hayato was like I'm in there throwing character. a Dugan stuff. I'm like, yo, what? And I'm like 11 years old. I don't know what I'm doing. That was the first time I saw it. It was at Mohegan Sun. Mohegan okay. Sun. It was an arcade. It was like a casino and all that stuff. So it was like a family-oriented type place and whatnot. And then, I, always, like I said, I grew up on Street Fighter. I even had Marvel Super Heroes as a kid on PlayStation. I loved that game, too. And I remember like... I remember like a vivid moment when I was a kid and I, l- I was looking at Marvel superheroes and I was playing the computer and I was like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be people who compete at this stuff. Right. Like, right. And I'm in the middle of the woods. I lived in a small town called Colchester. Like my street had one street light and that street went on for miles. Wow. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. I, I, the population was really, really small. Everybody knew each other. But anyways, um, ended up moving from Connecticut to California in 2003 nice 2003 and then i moved to riverside so oh you've been in the ie yeah i was in the ie i was in the ie okay right and um so it's 2003 um so I, so at this point you're you're messing with the game you had messed with it what in the arcade or at i home? just messed it with it at the arcade in mohegan so okay. the first time i saw it second time i saw it, it's 2003 i'm living in riverside 
and we and my family and I used to go to Orange County all the time because my grandma oh. and all that stuff lived out there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So me and my cousins would get together and they would go to the block, go see movies, and then that's where I saw Marvel's Capcom two again for the second time, which was at the block, and I was like, Oh yeah, right, you can't Akuma, let's do it again. <laughs> and these dudes were these dudes there were doing the ROM and all kinds of stuff, and I'm like, What? I didn't even get to play. They're breaking the game. I didn't right even in get front to play. <laughs> I was like, man, and the game was a dollar. The game was a dollar, dude. Yeah. And Think about that. In context, guys, back then, I mean, the minimum wage was around like six fifty or so. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. And this was like one of the most expensive. Like, it was just, oh, God, it was ridiculous. A yeah. dollar. Orange, Orange County, man, everything's pricey over there. Oh, yeah, Even back then. Yeah. Yep. Orange County for life, though. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so I'm playing it just kind of casually, right? I've got it on the PS2 now. And I'm like, this is the this is the perfect thing to start practicing on. Best port. You know, I'm like, I could play this game and whatnot, and no, yeah, best port. <laughs> for sure. So let's fast forward a little bit. Because in two thousand three, uh, I definitely had like a very very hard time because I fell into like a depression. I know oh, it's kinda hard to believe because you know, I was such a young kid and whatever, but yeah. At the time kind of moved back and well let's see we moved to connecticut and then we moved back we moved back because of financial reasons and stuff like that because at the time uh my sister was uh she was very very ill she was uh diagnosed with a glioblastoma and she passed away in 2003 and that's what kind of drove me down drove me down in my depression and we moved a lot as a kid and honestly at that point with the depression and moving around over and over again i got tired of making new friends i got tired of paying attention in school and yeah I just remember it was probably like a week or two after my sister passed. Uh, oh. We ended up going to the to the pro swap meet because my uncle started uh, becoming a vendor there. Oh, I forgot about that place, pro swap meet. Yeah, that's that's where things turned to something good, to okay. where I'm at now. Because in 2000, yeah, it was like around that time, right? Like I said, I'm I'm sorry to hear that, man. Like, it's... yeah, I mean, it is what it is, you know, but. I w- it was a tough thing to go through. Of she's, course, she's yeah. in a better place now. You know, yeah. no more pain. Which is good. Um, so now I'm at the pro swap meet about a couple weeks after she passes, and you know. Oh man, this is fresh. Yeah. Oh, like right after, a couple weeks after. Yeah, just because. Uh, I mean, you know, um, my parents are trying to do their best to you know keep the glue together. Yeah. All of my all of my siblings, we were always close, but then once our sister passed, like it definitely bonded us even closer than ever. Yeah. You know. So we're at the swap meet, and at the time. I was very, very heavy into DDR, very heavy into DDR. Like I thought it was so fascinating to step on arrows. Like I thought I was actually dancing. It was really corny, but <laughs> I was into that. And then I was into Yu-Gi-Oh and the swap meet oh, and the swap meet had these both. Maths. Yeah, I know these maps are yeah. actually very nice. I saw this when it came in <laughs> <laughs> and the swap meet had both DDR and Yu-Gi-Oh. And nice. I was like, yo, what? This is sick. A swap meet with games. So my uncle's there selling. And then around the corner from the DDR machine, I see a bunch of showcase cabinets, Marvel 2. And that's the very first time I saw an infinite. Like a good infinite, which I thought was a good infinite, which was uh, I ran to Dark Prince. Oh, really? Yeah, Dark Prince. Dark Prince, I saw him do the Iron Man infinite. And I was like, yo, <laughs> what are you doing? He's like, I'm just pressing these three buttons. And I'm like, what? I don't get it. Like, I, I just, I couldn't fathom it. I was like, I don't understand. So he kind of like showed me like some setups. My brain's not taking this in, obviously, because I don't know what I'm doing or talking about. Right. And uh, he actually introduced me into SRK and all that stuff. Oh, okay. So, and then he told me, and I told him I have the PS2 version. And he's all like, no, you need to get a Dreamcast version if you want to play. Like, that's the better version. And so, 
Luckily, I was at the swap meet. I picked up a DC. Oh, there was a DC there. There was a DC there, so <laughs> I'm practicing on pad and stuff like that, right. which I still could play on pad. That's really impressive. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Do that dude. I, I, can, I, can, I could I never do it. Dude, it's pretty, it's pretty chill. Like, if way. I was playing on pad, yeah, I would only be playing though. low tiers. There was no way I could be playing any kind of heavy execution character. Gotta do, oh, for sure. You just got to slide. You got to slide the little buttons. Yeah, it's not, it's <laughs> not happening. It's bro. not. <laughs> yeah. So, here I am. Uh, after that day, my mind is blown because I go home, look up SRK, and I'm like, yo, what? There's, There's a whole, whole community, community here. That's when, like, the little vivid memory I had when I was, like, 11. And I was like, there's got to be, a, like, a group of people that compete or do something like this, right? Right. And behold, I found, or Dark Prince introduced me into something that I believed in when I was a kid. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy cow. Okay. So I started watching videos and looking stuff up. Th- th- this is what year? This is, like, 2004. 2004, okay. Mm-hmm. It was, like, early 2004. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, I'm mind blown. I got the DC. I'm starting. I'm trying to practice like top tier characters, but my 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 brain and my hands couldn't do it. I was just like, I don't get it. I'm reading like because, you know, like the threads when they would do like the combo threads be like, oh, do this combo. It was like CLK, CHP, (laughs) SJ, Fierce, ADDF. And I'm like, yo, what is all this? I didn't know. Yeah, Yeah. I had to like ask around like i don't know like a like a lost puppy like what Dis- does this mean what is what's going on dissect dissect the yeah, lingo basically yeah, diagnose the memo and all that stuff Dude, not to mention you're probably dealing with like dial-up speeds or dsl yeah what was, was it like uh, what was that one i can't remember it was it wasn't it wasn't aol what was the other one it was one that was like dial-up i can't remember it was net, net zero. zero there you go there you, <laughs> you got go. the trial like, version no. <laughs> net zero <laughs> Oh right, my so. goodness! Okay, so fast forward to the, okay. So wait, hang on before we move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what teams are you using at this point? Are you still? I, well, I was trying to figure out like are you still Team Shoto. No, Team Shoto's gone. Of course, out the window. Once you saw know, Iron I, Man, I learned like, what low tiers were at this time, and I was just trying to like pick the good stuff because that was that's what wins right. and all that stuff. I'm trying to pick a Magneto, Sentinel, but no, I'm just like normal jumping, doing dumb stuff, and I can't execute anything. I can't. I just. I didn't understand the science of the game at that time in order to perform with those characters. Right. So I did what anybody else would do. I just started playing really cheesy. So at this point, I found my team. It's Blackheart Cable Sun Sun. Okay. So for for those that are listening listening at home, Ray, if you would mind if you wouldn't mind going over what playing cheesy means. Yes. All right. Playing cheesy. Keep in mind, I can't execute with any of the good characters. So playing cheesy was, I learned the switch trick. I learned that sometimes Magneto players jump and all that stuff or do stand jab against big characters. So I started starting the match with switch trick, uh, down jab into down short and sun sun at the same time. Okay. And then I'd super jump up forward, roundhouse, dash back, roundhouse. And then I'd start the infinite. Just, oh, oh, you know, you know me and my sound effects. I always do that stuff. I swear to God, I don't know what it is. I got a habit with that. Oh, my God. You know, I'm just doing spitting demons and whatnot, right? So spitting demons. And I only did it until I had about two meters, two and a half meters. Once you land, you do stand heavy kick. The demons grab whoever the point character is. And then you tag into cable. You tag into cable, air hyperviper beam two times. One dead character, tag back into Blackheart. That's 100 right there. Do it all over again. I was just rinse, wash, and repeat. Yeah. I was able to get like, you know, like like the the lower class players, you know, like the peasants, like where I was at. <laughs> God, you know what I mean? It's I, funny because he's absolutely right. There's there's like tiers 
yeah, level yeah. players, right? Yeah, as you yeah, go yeah. along, it's kind of like low class, middle class, higher middle class, and you got your upper class. This kind of stuff know. works. You got your one percent, which is like you know, crock skin, buttercream, crock skin. <laughs> <laughs> what size is the waist? Let's go. In. You know what? Uh, just just a quick. The way that I feel about that is is you have a team like that, like Blackheart, Cable, mm-hmm. Sun Sun, which mm-hmm. you you nailed it right on the head. It'll only get you so far until you run into somebody who knows how to get around it. Exactly. <laughs> so now nowadays, when I see like on Discord people that are discussing teams, like uh, I, I saw some dirtbag talking about uh, Rogue, Sentinel, uh, Cable. I think I'm like, what are you doing? Like, and and he's he's writing paragraphs about how viable it is during tournament play and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm just thinking. No, 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 it's not. You know, it might, it might get you viable if Rogue dies and you got sent cable to a comeback. I, I guess, I guess. <laughs> or if you put her last with like some dumb assist. Yeah, but that's just how it is. Your your team will only get you so far before yeah, you have to adjust will. and substitute. I guess a couple of characters in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when did you realize that this team wasn't going to, to cut it? Honestly, it didn't take me to like. 2005. Oh, shit. I went with this team for probably like a whole year, maybe like a year and a half. Okay. Because I did end up getting some results. And I was like, okay, I don't care what SRK people are saying. Like, Blackheart's good. He beats Sentinel. He beats everybody. I don't care. I'll find a way. Nah, still didn't find a way. Doesn't work. (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny how the game kind of evolves for each player that way. You Mm -hmm. end up finding out that this team, it it runs its course. Yes. And it, it pushes you even further into the into the top tier meta per oh, se. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, you definitely. Know? And it's, so it's an interesting definitely. learning experience yeah. because a lot of the players, they don't go through that and they end up finding out later like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I really can't pick this. It's that, Yeah, that, that's why I really don't mind like, if people, when they get into it and, and they're really picking low tiers, I kind of encourage it because it, it kind of will humble you. Or if you're if that's what you're going for, you know, to go up to the higher level of gameplay, right? it'll definitely humble you. You'll be like, okay, this stuff ain't going to work. It'll work yeah. maybe over here, but it ain't going to work over here. Yeah. So so, the, so this is 05. Mm. Okay. Well, I got some events that happened in 2004. Okay, well, well, before we get to 05, then, okay. let's go over those events because mm-hmm. I, I do have a couple questions for you okay, for, okay. regarding 05, but uh, let, let's do 2004. Okay, so let's finish up 2004. 2004, I'm still playing, and I'm getting ready for uh, my first tournament, which was at Pro Swap Meet. And everybody was there. Everyone that was good that was there. And that's where I met. Uh, that's actually where I met Fat Toy and Joey Ball. Okay. Yeah, I met oh. I met them there. And that was pretty cool. That's nice. Cool. Yeah. Um, and this is where I decided I have my first alias. And it is oh. so bad, dude. Here we go. It okay. is so bad. And you guys are gonna have some questions after this. I already know. So Go you're ahead. saying that you had a nickname before Spartan. Yes, Spartan didn't come till 2007. And mind you oh, guys. Oh God, I can't wait to hear this. And mind you guys, we we have absolutely no idea. Yeah, we have no idea. Yeah. I didn't tell him. Ray, yeah, Ray did not tell us on purpose. He wanted us to have. I kind of want to write it down. I don't want to say it, bro. It's pretty bad. A raw reaction to this. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say it. Ready? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it once. Okay. Okay. It is so dumb. Three. I'm so sorry. Two. two one. one. A true vato. <laughs> Dead serious, bro. Dead serious. I was dressing oh. like a little cholo. I was in Riverside. Going and, to North High School. And, this and episode, I was playing Blackheart. This episode is about to come to a screeching halt, folks. <laughs> Oh, I God. told you. I told oh you, no! I can't believe it. A this. true vato. Yes. Wow. Yes. And gonna... Yes. I did get made fun of for it. I could just imagine that the to. All right, we got a uh, fat toy next. Uh, a true vato. Yeah. Can we get a true vato up here, please? 
It, oh my god, it was so bad, dude. Anyways, somebody getting a hold of a Chubato. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> oh well, let's continue on, please. That okay? So I don't know what I was thinking really. To make me think that was a good name. I mean, I know what I was thinking, kind of, but it doesn't really matter. Anyways. So I meet Fat Toy. He's pretty chill, you know. He's, I think maybe my name kind of intrigued him or something like that. I know some people were laughing, like whenever they walked by, be like, "Hey, that's the truest Fatto right there." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and I'm just some scrawny little kid, dude. And I'm just like, I don't know what I was thinking. Um, Fat Toy, uh, for those of you that don't know, is an old old G player, yep. uh, mm-hmm. Iron Man, Cable, Sentinel. Yes. Player, and I think he would pick uh, Sentinel Rocket Punch, right? Nope, drones. Oh, drones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's where I, that's I, he's the reason why I play that team. Okay. Yeah. I do remember he had one touch kill ability De- back then. Yeah, he's the one that he kind of showed me a little bit on the startup. That's where I, I kind of improved yes. the startup. If like it's that's where the science comes down to the you know what I mean. You want to like, maybe explain this? It's for like the other viewers. As far as what? You talking about like the science, the, switch, the startups, like, and stuff yeah, like, like that. Okay. Well, switch, at the, at the, for those of you that aren't familiar with the game, at the beginning of the match, you can bump chests. The game allows you your character to move freely on the ground, so you can start either away from your opponent or right directly in their face. Some characters at match start have higher priority to make contact, and Fat Toy was one of the players that knew how to maneuver around certain startups like yep. uh, against Magneto mm-hmm. or Storm or any other fast-paced characters. Uh, I had my own experience with him at Montebello Mall with back when I was using MSP like mm. 2007. Mm. And cool. he would maul me every single time because mm. that standing launcher or he would normal jump, dash over while calling out cable, anti-air, mm-hmm. right into fears, the infinite. Right into the infinite. Up right. after that. Cross and up. I'm, dude, I'm, if I'm paying 50 cents a game, I'm pissed off. Oh well, like, yeah, 50 like cents, dude. My characters are getting walked. You're getting walked. You're getting, getting walked, yeah. yeah. And so he, time. I do remember that about him, that he had that one-touch kill ability. Mm-hmm. And definitely and, the science and the startup. Like he, I don't know what it was, but I, it was like he would watch players, like what they were yeah, comfortable absolutely. starting with. He'd be like, okay, this person starts down short, the first two games and the third game he does jump jab or something. Yeah, so yeah. he'd be like, okay, so, so the cool. first game I'm going to jump over, cross over, cable, up fierce, infinite, you're dead. And then the next game you jump, well, I'm just going to jump short or launch, you're yeah. dead. That's just, that's the science of it. So it's like a circle of life. You keep so, going over and over. So over. then what's happening? Is he ta- talking to you directly or you're just yeah, kind he's of talking, observing? He's like, what's up, you know, and we're hanging out. Uh, he didn't really give me too much information like on improving in the game or anything like that. I just saw, I just, I just asked some questions because I was like, I was like, because I saw him, I saw him beat um, Magneto on startup with a down short into Cable, and I was like, I thought, I thought Iron Man can't beat Magneto, and he's like, well, he can't, but I knew he wasn't gonna do down short, you know, just things like that. Mm. He knew I was playing Iron Man. He was yeah, good he at a making good a read. You know, he had a good read. read. So mm-hmm. that first tournament, I got my ass whooped. Got my ass whooped, and yeah. then I was just like, okay, it was a one-time thing. Let's go back home. We'll hit the training mode. By the way, my first arcade stick that I was playing on was one of those X arcade sticks that was oh, advertised on SRK. No. Oh my god! And then after that, it was the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection. Nice. One. <laughs> Don't worry, I took the buttons out and put moss buttons. In. Welcome to the club. Cool. Yeah, dude. That's it. I Everybody like that had stick. that. I like that. I like the frame on it. It's pretty good. Everyone had it. So I lose that tournament, and then a little bit further down the road. A little bit further down the road, there was a power station in Long Beach. Oh, I forgot about those by places. By the Hawaiian Gardens. Do you remember that one? Are they still open? No, it's gone. No, it's that gone, one's gone. Huh? By the movie theater. By the movie theater. I, yeah. They started doing tournaments, and I was losing over there. Fat Toy was near there, too. He would say what's up to me and all that stuff. And keep in mind, I had no ride, so anytime I was going to these things, my mom was dropping me off or something. Or, right on. You know, or my dad was there, you know, right. just keep an eye on me, hanging out with me or whatever. And uh, finally... 
there was one power station tournament. There was one power station tournament. Um, what happened was there was only probably about like seven or eight people, maybe maybe 10 people or something. There wasn't a lot of people. And that, I got sent to losers. And that was the first time I beat someone who had a really good name. And, and, and I was shocked myself, but this is still 2004. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 2004. It's like late 2004. Right on. Who was it? Yeah. Bill Woman. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> but he sandbagged me. And then I know he did because he picked like Blackheart sent Chun or oh. something like that. Oh, yeah. Now, I beat him. I heard overheard someone in the, in the back saying like, "Why'd you let him win?" or something like that. And I was just like, "Oh, whatever. It still counts to me. I don't care." You know, <laughs> I'll take it. And yeah, then, um, yeah, definitely. Especially back then. I, so that was like my first, you know, win against a really good player, a well-known player. Okay. Right. I took it. I was like, ah, I feel good about it, and I was still confident with uh, Blackheart. And I was like, cool. You know, so we're gonna run with it. Okay. Uh, a month later, another PSM tournament comes up pro swami and what happened was my first match was bill loman and nice. <laughs> i i thought that was kind of fishy i was like i don't know I, don't, I really don't believe in coincidences so i was just like maybe he wanted to humble me maybe he let me win now now, now here's your chance to humble me i don't know i don't oh, know man. if there was anything fishy or if it was just luck or whatever it was i'm just a kid um and it's my first match i get called up hey true Vato versus bill loman <laughs> my god <laughs> So bad. You know what? When you said that, when you said that you, you were matched up with Bill Lumen that second time, it, it just reminds me of that feeling of of like an upset, tournament upset. Mm -hmm. And that same duo running into each other at a next tournament, people want to see that. Is it going to happen again? Or is this person, or, you know, they want to see if, if the outcome is going to be the same consistent right or if mm -hmm. it's going to be different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if, if the outcome is the same, then people are witness to a changing in the ranks, I guess. Yeah. That's, that, a, that's the way I've always seen it. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Because you, you might lose to show up and play. I mean, I've, lo I've lost to people in tournament, and I can dismiss it as a, you know, like I slipped on a banana peel or whatever. Yeah. But if it happens again, the following tournament, it's, okay, I, I have it's to like, do something uh -oh, different. Right. And then yeah. people start taking notice. Yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah. So... All right, you meet him up the second time. Meet him up the second time. Does he take you seriously this time? Yeah, he picked MSS drones. Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> he picked MSS drones. Um, I took the first game. Nice. He beat me the next two because it was three out of five, and then I won the next one. So it's two two. Oh wow! So we're going two, into a two. fifth game. Nice. Fifth game. Fifth game. Right. It's Bill Wellman. Okay. Fifth game. He just absolutely mauls me, dude. Oh. Just destroyed me. And hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> He destroyed me. All I'm left is with Sun Sun, full health. He had a half Magneto, a full Storm, and a full Sentinel. And I did it. I made a comeback. You oh, came back. Oh, no. I made a comeback. Is this, is this up somewhere? Mm -mm. It's not on Zatch D. Damn. Because it was the first round, and I was just a nobody. So back then, they were kind of like recording like with tapes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, they, the VHS. Yeah, those, those, those tripods that were standing up. So yeah. they only had so many available. So they wanted to make sure it was like well-known players. Like, yeah, the premier players. Ruben was there. Duck was there. Potter was there. All those guys. Dark yeah. Prince. You can you name it. They were there. Fat Toy. Yeah. Fernie. You don't remember Fernie? I don't. No, that was Fat Toy's brother. He beat Sue okay. on a D-pad. Okay. Um, so you win. What happens? Uh, Bill actually complained to the tournament organizer saying the sticks were broken. Oh. And uh, the tournament organizer, he's the owner of Pro Swap Me, I believe, or the son of the owner. So he took care of those cabinets because he played too, and I've played him. He's actually pretty decent. He's not bad. Um, 
So they go into the settings, they check the sticks and all that stuff, and and he's and he looks at Bill, and he's like, everything's fine, like everything's fine. And then he's like, it's up to this guy if he wants to run it back. And then I was like, nope, go to losers. <laughs> Dark Prince witnessed it, so I uh, he just kept running in at me, dude, just trying to like maul my son son but i just kept hitting him with uppercuts da, 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 da. catching two characters at the same time and it worked i don't know how i did it but yeah it i mean I maybe just, i mean it's it's a little unorthodox maybe he wasn't that's exactly what i was it, thinking. it's like uh what's his name uh vidness mm-hmm. you know he still rocks uh blackheart cable sun sun not a lot of people are used to it right i still uh, play it every now and then well with the exception of online play right. but if you're not used to that you're gonna run into that assist every single time mm-hmm. yep. it's it's different range it's different uh priority yep mm. Uh, so in a two out of three tournament setting or three out of five, yeah, you you might you might get wiped out. I've, yeah. I've seen it happen yeah. uh, because you won't adjust in time. Exactly. Yeah. So then, so then, what happened in the tournament? So you beat him, and then what? What, what How happens? was the crowd reaction? That's what I'm wondering too. Oh, uh, the, the the crowd was too busy looking at other players because no one knew who I was. Oh. Only, there was probably like three or four people watching. It was like Dark Prince and like two or three other random people. Oh, okay, okay. I don't really remember who was watching besides Dark Prince because I just remember seeing he's like, I saw it, I saw it. And, you know, <laughs> so. The Lost Archives. Right. Well, see, without, without a platform like this, we can't get these stories out yeah, there, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You would never hear this about this. This is why this. we do this, bro. It's because, you know, we didn't have access these to, gems. to, you know, the way our phones work and stuff like that nowadays. Like, Yeah. yeah. So then what, what ended up happening in that tournament? Oh, I lost the next two rounds. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was really bad. Well, that was short-lived. It was really bad. I forgot who beat me. I think it was I think it was a pig a Dokin, that Jalbert guy. Oh, I yeah. think he sent me to losers and then Ruin destroyed me in the Okay. So he beat me after that. Shout outs to Ruin. Yeah, man. shout outs to Ruin, man. Shout outs to Ruin. And shout outs to Bill too. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, Good Bill. stuff, brother. Yeah, Bill. Yes, I consider Bill like my first rival at the time. Like, that's the way I looked at it because I was, you know, it was the first time he sandbagged and then the next time then he kind of complained about the buttons. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I considered him a first rival. He may not have feel the same way, but I did. So did uh, did anything else notable happen in 2004? Nah, it was that, mainly that... just me kind of just practicing by myself because I really didn't have anyone. I lived in Riverside at the time. So uh, in, on an individual basis, Blackheart, you already know how to do the infinite. Mm-hmm. You know how to cancel into supers. Mm-hmm. Cable, I'm assuming you know how to do air hyper viper. Yeah. You know how to do the tiger and emotion, all that. Mm-hmm. All this advanced stuff. Did you pick it up from other players? Mm. Did you ask people I would, or I did was, you just observe? I was observing. I think I, I think I may have asked some people like at the arcade, like, how do you do this? And they were just like, oh, you just do Nadugan, but you go all the way up. Okay. You know, stuff like, I can't remember who specifically. And I only explained. ask because I feel like there's a big, there's there's got to be something that, that sets off this chain reaction from you picking low tier characters. Like for me, picking low tier characters and transitioning into high tier, your black card, oh, your yeah, cable. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that you transition. Don't just, you don't just learn how to do air hyper viper beam. No, 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 you don't. You don't. I definitely got shown it and then I practiced it at home. Like, that's so easy. It's just an Adugan up forward. Like, I I've been playing Street Fighter since I was a kid. So, like, I already knew Adugan motions, Shoryuken yeah. motions, and stuff like that. But I didn't know what a tiger knee was. Okay. So, I'm reading, do a tiger knee on the SRK. I'm like, what is a tiger knee? Like, I didn't get yeah. it. So, yeah, just a Dugan all the way up. <laughs> you know the I never, I never played Super Turbo. So, when when people would say do a tiger knee, I would I would think of the input from the older games, which was just uppercut uh, with kick. Yeah, that's how like, I'm like. What are you talking about? Yeah, like what are you talking about? Anyway, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, because I, I played a little bit of ST. Um, my uncle had introduced me to it, but I didn't know even at the time what. And when I would see an SRK, I was like, 
how do you do that? <laughs> and it was like this Z motion thing. Yeah, I see on. that. What is like, this? Yeah. I didn't get it. It's easier just to do forward than and apparently it's not actually forward down forward. It's forward down down forward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just do forward than a Dugan. Yeah, see? I think but it's so much people... easier that way. Instead of doing, trying to do the Zorro motion. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I always thought like Zorro. The Zorro motion. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on to 05. All right, 05. Okay, so what happened in 05? Are you moving up the ranks? Are things kind of mm, changing for you? Because somewhere along the way, you ditched those three characters. I did. For... In 05 is when it happened. Okay, all right. Walk us through it, Walk us through it, bro. Walk us through this progression here. 05, 05 was an interesting year because, you know, like, I'm at the point where Marvel has killed all my joy for other video games. I don't play anything else. I don't look at anything else, like as far as video games. And I, you know, I was a big Resident Evil fan, and you know, other games and stuff like that. So at this point, it's Tell Marvel. Cry. Crack, crack, crack. I want that. So in 2005, you know, obviously I'm still going to school and stuff like that, or trying to. I mean, you know, because I don't want to get in trouble. So I go to the block, and that's when I ran into Dominic. Saw Dominic, and he was just, man, he beat me like a stepchild, dude. Like it was bad. <laughs> And I was just, I was like, I don't understand how someone's defense could be so strong. I literally thought he like he was like a top player at the time. I was like, dude, this guy is nuts. You know, calling, staying away, calling silent. I couldn't even get half his cable off. You know, the, he was just shooting me down and all this stuff. And it was just really annoying. So at that point, um, so we're talking after he beat me, you know, because of the block. Be, probably beat me about 10, 15 times. That's like 15 bucks right there. So yeah. I'm just like, okay, I'm done. That's my allowance for the week, dude. I'm sorry. I can't even go see the movie now. Oh, man. So... <laughs> Uh, that's why I met Dominic and we're talking and he's like, and he's like, Hey, you ever go to James games or, or Cameron's place or anything like that? And at this point, the only arcades that I really knew about or that I was playing at was the block pro swap me and this little rinky dink arcade in Riverside called Fiesta village. That's pretty much where I was going. No one goes there. I was just, Jesus. yeah, I was just going there just to practice on our arcade cabinet. That was it, mm. but didn't really help. Um, yeah, I didn't care really care about school or friends. I didn't have a social life because, like I said, we moved around so many times. I didn't want to, you know, start friendships over again and then have to leave if we did move again because, like, at that point, I think it was, like, the third or fourth time we moved. Right. So it was, we switched schools quite a bit. So Dominic, he introduces me to Cameron's Place. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Cameron's Place is Alex Arcade. That was the original name. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was the original name. It was... Uh, it was they were owned by like an older couple, like kind of like like a biker Santa Claus looking dude. Very nice guy though, very nice. Him and his wife, they're very nice. Uh, and it was definitely more beat down than it was from what you guys saw. Alex Arcade, like you know, kind of like run down a little. Yeah, but it was worse than that. Really? Yeah, it was worse than that. So he takes he takes me to uh, Cameron's place, and that's when I met Daniel Deathwish. Okay. So I'm playing. You know, I'm playing Daniel in the cabinets, and he's just beating my ass with Strider. And I'm just like, how's this guy going to beat me with Strider? He's going to have Doom. Like, this, there's no way. And then, oh, oh my God, man, he destroyed me. <laughs> and at this time, like, I'm kind of dabbling with, like, Mag, Storm, Sentinel. But, like, I just don't have the confidence or the knowledge to, to execute or even try to win with these characters. I just can't do it. So I, I felt the most confident with Blackheart Cable Sun Sun because it was cheesy. It was easy. And, yeah, that was pretty much it. Um... Once, uh, once he introduced me to Daniel, Daniel took me under his wing. 
he actually took the time to sit down with me on a Dreamcast and sit in training mode and kind of like explain certain variables, like why you don't hyper sentinel force against a strider who's about to activate orbs because he could just disappear and punish you, you know, stuff like that. That's cool. Because he was like, he's like, why don't you play like Thrax and Magneto and stuff like that? And I told him, I was like, I just can't do it. I don't get it. And he's like, just try it and I'll tell you what you're doing wrong. So we'd play and he would coach me while he was beating my ass, which yeah. I respected because I was finally someone who's going to sit down and describe everything to me because that's what I needed. I needed structure. I needed like someone to like sit down with me. Yeah. Because reading on SRK and really then helpful. and another thing back then I felt like I felt like information was more retained amongst other people's circles and their and their and their clicks. Oh, you know what I mean? Like the higher Magneto crew and yeah. and all that stuff. Like when it came to their friends and stuff like that, they were holding certain information. They're gonna I felt. withhold their own tech. Within, yeah. You, you know, know they were clicks. keeping tech. A little bit, like sure. if they found like a new startup or something like that, they weren't really sharing it, like like yeah. the way we share information now. You know what I mean? It's a different time, man. So after, so now now me and Daniel are good friends. You know, he'd come to my house, I come to his house, like almost every week we were playing like three times, four times a week. I would even ditch school, take a bus and go to his house, dude, without my mom knowing. You know? Damn. Yeah. And and at the, during this uh, this training that you're doing, are you noticing the difference in your gameplay? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm starting to see some, but not not confident enough. To Takes switch. a while. It does, dude. It, it really does. While. I thought I would never get good with Magneto. I honestly just didn't even want to play him. I was like, this is too much. Too many buttons to press. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So I'm playing with Daniel, and then he introduces me into his circle of friends that he plays with, and us we 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 became a really tight circle. Uh, so it was Daniel. Uh, Ricardo, which he didn't really have like a name in SRK, but he was a really good Rotron player back then. He 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 didn't really pay attention to SRK. Okay, but I learned to beat Rotron because of him, and I learned to beat or deal with Strider because of Daniel. I learned a lot in those matchups, so I feel like a lot of the times when I get in those situations, I can handle myself very well. So, and by the way, I'm sorry. Are you picking Thrax at this point, or is it? I'm still doing black card. Like I'm trying to play. Like, oh, you're trying Maddie. to integrate. I'm trying to like during casuals, but it's like if it ever came down to like a tournament or something like that, I was picking black card. Okay. There was okay. just no way. I was like, still, oh, there's no way I'm picking Santhrax. Still on the black card then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's uh, Daniel, Ricardo, and then uh, Herman, Dev One Ant. Yeah. He was in our little clique. It was us four. Remember him? Deviant. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was actually really good, but he just never played. I felt like he was good, but something held him back. But anyways. So we're playing. Uh, I'm slowly starting to get more intrigued and better with Santhrax as 2005 is going on. Like a, a lot really didn't happen because I didn't have a car. I couldn't really travel a lot. You know what I mean? It was just either whoever was close to my area get dropped off at Daniel's house, which he was like 10 minutes, 15 minutes away. So it wasn't even that bad. Or he'd come over to my house or whatever. And then uh, I remember, I remember one day. One day we decided to go to FFA and it was like Dominic, Daniel, Ricardo, and me. And it was the first time I ever went to FFA. Nice. First, Fa- Family Fun Arcade in Granada Hills. First time I ever went to FFA. This is when? This is like late 2005, maybe okay. like mid 2005 around there. Oh man, so we're already at the end. So Yeah, I'm telling you, not a so lot happened in It's 2000. a full year. Okay, so. I'm literally just playing casuals and just trying to learn the game as I much see. as I possibly okay, can because I see. I'm like 15, 16 years old at the time. I don't have a job, don't have a license, I don't have a car. Yeah. I can't travel, you know? Yeah, I, I don't. I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like 05 was the year of your awakening, I guess. Yeah, you you underwent the change from low tier to your black heart team, and now you're learning 
you're moving into the upper echelon of the game. Right? Yes, I'm starting. I'm starting to dive into those areas, okay. but not confident enough to like win a tournament or something like that. For sure. All right. But, so walk us through it. So FFA. So FFA. Uh, I'm. I'm like, holy cow! This is where the killers are at, right? Like, wow, these guys are good. You know, I'm watching all these guys play, and I don't really know anybody. And uh, this this was probably like my first money match ever. And, oh, shit. and this oh. was this was the first bad experience I've had. Oh, I'm going to throw a little spice in this one for you guys, because this <laughs> this this was my first time pretty much traveling to like a foreign arcade area. And I'm like, holy cow, these guys are killers. You know, Sue Mighty was there. Um, I think finesse was there at the time. I'm not sure, though. It sounds about right, actually, because because I, 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 OK, so. This this one dude, I don't remember his name. I just remember what his name was on SRK, and it was like Donald Duck TM or something like that. I don't know. He was like a moderator. He wasn't really anybody. I don't know. He came up to me and Daniel and Ricardo and asked us if we wanted to do a three-on-three money match. And, well, we didn't really have a lot of money on us at the time, so we're like, okay, we'll do it for like two bucks a head or something like that. <laughs> right and two bucks ahead. it was bad dude yeah it was bad <laughs> it was like two bucks ahead. talk about stretching that stretching that dollar yeah for real man it was like Scraping two bucks ahead so barrel. like six dollars for the whole you know? so <laughs> so it was so it was a three the three of you versus who it was that donald duck guy and it was sue and i think it was oh, finesse damn oh, dude man. there was no way we were winning there was no way i was just like i was just like daniel it's two bucks like like this is a good learning experience for me. Even if I lose, I don't care. We lost pretty bad, pretty badly. Okay. I think Sue got on and just never, never got off. I thought I was wondering too. He picked Thrax and just destroyed us. I picked Blackheart, did not work. Ricardo <laughs> picked uh, Rotron. Daniel picked Strider. We picked our best shit. Nothing worked. So, so what about it was bad? Because oh said, yeah, said... that's just, I'm about to get to that right okay, now. Okay. We lose, right? <laughs> we give we give the Donald Duck guy the six dollars, and this is when he's like, "What, what is this?" We said 10. I'm like, what do you mean 10? We said two. I said, no, we said 10 ahead. So he, so he, he's like getting mad at me. And he's like trying to like, trying to be, trying to like bully me into giving him more money. Cause he said that we agreed on different amounts. I'm like, no. And then, uh, Daniel saw it. Cause I was, I was really little back then. And, uh, Daniel saw it. So he got mad. And, you know, at the time he said he, you know, we were kind of like brothers, you know, he was like, I was like his little brother or whatever. Right. So he got mad and he was, just, and he kind of like grabbed him by the shirt and he's like, we said $2, leave him the fuck alone. You know? And then he was just like, you know what? I don't appreciate players like you guys because you know, I'm an SRK moderator and you guys are a disgrace to the community. Pay out your fucking bets and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, just shut the fuck up. So after that, we just left, we just left. And I was just like, wow. I was like, is it always like this at other arcades? I'm like, this is ridiculous. I don't want to be a part of this. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> so that was that was my first spicy moment at FFA. Ten dollars. I thought we said two. Right, dude. I didn't have a job, bro. I would have paid if I had more money. I wonder I, how that got I, lost. I, in I didn't translation. even have an allowance, dude. I used to save my money from like lunch at school and just starve myself the whole week and save it to the weekend <laughs> to go definitely play. Definitely what we all did, actually. That's what I used to do, man. We dude, that's that. fucking nuts, man. Yeah, you're te- you're telling me all of these. Uh, things that are going on late 2005 i was barely getting my fucking beak wet wet with yeah. freaking, uh magneto mm-hmm. and you're already traveling from arcade to arcade traveling and, what i can yeah and, and yeah with, the, with, you <laughs> with my dude. thumb but you made it happen though that was, that's the that's important crew with well yeah though. man because this this like i absolutely love this game dude i love this game this game 
this game is not just a game to me. This game, this game was something that helped me through dark times. It's like therapy, you know. For sure, it was there for me. It when was no for one, a lot of us. Yeah, it was there for me when no one wasn't. And yeah. so this was like my zen, you know, filled that dark void. So yep. I did what I could, you know, to go around. So yeah, after that, I didn't nothing nothing much really happened in 2005. It was just going to Daniel's house back and forth, playing with Herman Cardo. You know, staying up till like six o'clock in the morning, drinking monsters, smoking Newports. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, bro. Every oh, guy's dream. <laughs> every guy's dream, dude. It was so bad. All right. So nothing really like that was pretty much it in 2005. So now we're in 2006. Blackheart is completely out of the picture. I'm fully committed. And nice. The reason, and the only reason why. Is fully the, integrated. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. The reason why is because I got to meet Reset at a power station terminal over here at Long Beach, and he was like really nice to me. And I think it may maybe because we were the same age or something oh, like that. You can move the mic a little closer to you. Oh, sorry about that. There you go. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I met Reset at the power station tournament in Long Beach, and um, he was intrigued by me. Maybe he saw potential in me or something like that, or I don't know what it was. Maybe because we were the same age, but we ended up becoming really good friends. And he took me under his wing, and he did the same thing Daniel did, which he, you know, he sat down with me. So Daniel was like, he gave me like a good foundation and understanding of the game. But 2006, when I started playing with Reset, that's when I started understanding the super advanced stuff, you know, like Suki canceling and how to guard break normal jumps and, guard, you know, properly guard break. You know, you can't get out of certain guard breaks, stuff like that. Good resets. And that's where I started improving when I started playing uh, with Reset. Nice. When he took me under his wing. And uh, at this point, I am no longer a Truvato. I'm no longer a Truvato because I'm so embarrassed by the name, dude. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Did not know what to do. So I, I just abbreviated it. ATV. So people were like, you know, what does ATV mean? All-terrain vehicle? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Come ride this. <laughs> All-terrain vehicle? <laughs> I told you, man. This, my story's cringy. It's, 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 it's all good, man. It's I just remember like one of the GameCube games, like ATV right? racing. Oh god! Oh, you know, man. it's interesting that you say that uh, Reset took you under his wing mm-hmm. because he couldn't have been more condescending towards me, bro. I know. I know. We had different interactions. I know. I know. I don't know what it was between you two. You guys had some serious animosity, dude. We did, man. And you guys, and did. it wasn't until I mean, it didn't. It didn't get. It didn't escalate until I start. I started getting better. Right. I mean, but this is from the very beginning. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, really? Even but the you beginning? were the yeah. But you were you were the fortunate one. So he took you under under his wing. Yeah. But so so then he showed you the ropes with uh, Magneto. Yeah. So now I'm executing a lot better. I'm understanding like the science. You know, like how to fake a mix up and you know go for the go for the same mix up, but then do something else. You know what I mean? Kind of like. Uh, Kind of like when you get him like a, let's say you got Mag Psylocke and you hit him with like a hard knockdown five fierce combo mm-hmm. and you, you go try jump overhead down short, short, you know, you, you say you catch him and you do the five fierce again. Now you go for the try jump again, but you're whiffing it and you're doing it so fast. You're kind of getting it close to the timing to where the animation's about where they're going to get hit, but then it whiffs and then you go straight for the feet. So they're like, oh, I'm going to block up this time. I'm like, ha ah, no, I'm going down low. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for those of you listening at home, Ray's walking us through some pretty advanced uh mechanics here regarding the game but right. yeah it's is, it's a lot of stuff that you can't if you're a newcomer you really can't get down unless you put the work in and you you practice this at at home this is why having your own console having the game at home having your own joystick is extremely important yep 
This is also for the people that uh, seem to bash on like the high tier stuff. They they don't understand that also. Mm-mm. It's not just about picking the characters that's allowing you to win. You have to put in the time. You have to put in the time. There's a lot of time invested into getting good with these top tier characters. Exactly. There's it's more than just picking up the OP characters. Right. It's just more because I've that. seen people pick top tier characters and lose to Justin Wong's low tiers and stuff like that. Yep. You know what I mean? Or yep. even other people's low tiers. Yep. Yeah. It's just how it is. If you suck, you suck. So then, so then, what's happening? How, how long did you? play the game under a reset swing pretty much until late 2007 okay so we're we're training buddies at this point like i'm going to his house like every weekend and if he's too busy then i go to daniel's or whoever i'm just trying to play with whoever i don't nice. really care i want to get good because I, I once i found srk so back to 2004 like when i you know dark prince showed me srk and then i saw like the the evo dvd trailer and all that stuff like i was like oh my god i was mind blown I've always wanted to be at that level. Like I was like, I need to get to that level. I want to be up there. I wanted to be up there. I wanted to be on the main stage at Evo. Never happened, but anyways. So, okay, so 2006. 2006. I remember this is when Dominic... So while you were under reset swing, Mm -hmm. I was under Dominic swing. Mm. So (laughs) Dominic in 2006 invited me over to your place. Yes, I remember that. I don't know how it happened, mm-hmm. but I remember going over, and I don't remember what teams you were playing. I was playing MSS at the time. MSS, okay. MSS drones, but I just remember getting destroyed. Yeah, and I and I thought, God damn, I am not, I'm not ready for. And Ray was, and don't mind you, Dominic was hyping you up like crazy. Yeah, so yeah. You were you were top fifty at uh, some some tournament at Evo. I was top fifty for uh, Evo two thousand seven. Okay, two thousand six got my ass whooped. Okay, but he was he was still saying that you were top fifty in the world. Uh, I don't know anything in about the that. world and and top locally and stuff like that. Like he was just telling me everything locally, that you were doing. Possible? I don't know. I, I honestly didn't really pay attention to the rank. I just wanted to get out there because I didn't I didn't feel like I had a recognition or a name until like two thousand seven. Yeah, when I changed my name. My but see, he, he was already hyping you up then though. So it's a it's a good thing. I I believe when someone does it on your behalf and you don't have to do it mm, you know what i mean yeah i see what you're saying like yeah, i don't have to boast you. myself up like uh, this, absolutely like, you know like this person you know be like hey this guy's good i'm like hmm? <laughs> and by the way <laughs> i'm very this, animated by the way by the way is this uh does this coincide also with your story ken when you were describing how ray had a sentinel yes yeah, yes so, uh and, at and the time were, yeah at the time i thought that magnus chris magnus right. was uh the be-all end-all for for sentinel players right and i thought that I was building my way up to to have a sentinel like his, and Ray was doing sentinel combos that were better than his. Uh, he are, he was already doing uh, unfly, refly in the corner, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh my god, there's there's more than one. Like there's mm-hmm. more. Every other sentinel that I had played up until that point was just very bread and butter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, up back, uh, laser unfly laser kind of deal, right? And Ray was doing all kinds of combos and links that I thought. Yeah that Chris was only able to do. So when I went to his place and I got destroyed, I remember thinking, God damn, dude, I have so, <laughs> so much, so much more to work on yeah. mm-hmm. because Ray was even was at, at that point, even though he said he was struggling with Dominic mm-hmm. by that time, he had already surpassed him leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember and, that. And I remember leaving Ray's house thinking, yeah. dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do because we all go through that feeling. We all go through yeah. that. I, I didn't. I didn't know that that people would get together and have sessions and 
and stuff like that. I'm barely getting introduced to that. And Ray has already participated in tournaments. Right. He's already had multiple training partners. Right. Uh, he's already tried and tested different teams to see what works in, mm -hmm. in, in high-pressure situations. Like, dude, he has the experience already. And me, coming from my local mall, like, dude, there was no way. There was no way I was going to compete with that. Yeah. So I, I noticed Ray right away as one of the, the be-all, end-all opponents that I thought, damn, hmm. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to that point. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You looked at me like that. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah. For sure, bro. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, sure you got to give, dude, you got to give credit where it's due. It's yeah. making Ray was, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Ray was a fucking killer dude, back then. No, I mean, I can only imagine, like, if I were to see some of those scent yeah. combos that he's that he was doing mm -hmm. at that Yeah, at that time, time it was definitely Oh, it was ridiculous. Dude. And and Ray Ray would go to the mall sometimes, to the Montebello Mall. Oh yeah, only cuz I was with Dominic. Yeah. Cause, yeah, cuz Dominic I wasn't driving. Yeah. So if Dominic was in my neighborhood, like he was always at the block or Disneyland, which is like down the street, you know, cuz OC for life, you know. So <laughs> God. He would come he'd you know, he'd call me, "Hey Ray, you want to go to this arcade?" I'm like, "Whatever, let's go." And then he'd pull out his I was like, "I don't got no money cuz I don't have a job." He's like, "Don't worry, I got M&M jars full of quarters." Remember that? He used to carry those things. Yeah, he used to get like the king size ones, fill it up with quarters. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. So he would go to the mall, so I would I would see Ray every once in a while. And then in 2007, that was that was when I was uh working on Sentinel in training mode. Remember mm -hmm. he was ready to right. debut. So right. I remember going to Ray's house once. I went to your house once in 2007. Mm -hmm. This is like post evo so you were oh yeah so you were already on the uh, i think i'm gonna step away from the game for a little bit i think mm, um i didn't step away to like late 2007 it was like early 2008 it, we were we were almost there yeah but i was i had already grown a little bit better at this point so i think i gave you a little bit of a better fight but you still whooped my ass like mm. like nobody else and yeah, but I can still see the potential right there, though. What, what I still remember, okay, this is this is a little funny moment. I remember <laughs> I was still working on Sentinel, and I, t and I told Ray, hey, Ray, what do you think about this? And in the corner, I did something stupid, like Hyper Sentinel Force, and I did Standing Laser while calling out Magneto EM Disruptor. And I flew, unflew, I dashed forward, and I launched. And I was like, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this? And Ray just, he looked at me, he's like, that's stupid. <laughs> don't ever do that did again. I, did I say that? He did. So that's stupid. That does sound like Ray, Don't though. do that. That is patented Ray, though. <laughs> Ray like, doesn't oh say God. that a lot. I think it was just because like, I didn't like the idea of you throwing yourself in the corner. I don't know. Something, maybe something. And then it was like, it possibly could miss because you know, the height. Cause if you, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. So, 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 the, so the laser would connect. I would fly. The EM disruptor would, would connect afterwards. Yes. So mm -hmm. I would be able to unfly. Land, you have enough time once the dash disruptor forward, hits. Launch. So it, it, was pretty, very, it was very risky. It was pretty <laughs> much a waste of an assist call, basically. Yeah. But I thought it was cool. It looked cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm more, I'm more zen nowadays, guys. So. So, he, so he shut that down. And by the and way, then, oh, sorry, go ahead. mind you, um, the matches that you two are playing at this point where you said that mm -hmm. you had, you mm -hmm. were kind of giving him a better run for his money, what what team were you playing at that point and what team was Ray playing? Uh, so? I'm doing, uh, I it's 2007, so I'm not ready to debut MSS yet. So I was still using MSP. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Ray at this point was giving me MSS, he was giving me MSP as well, and mm -hmm. he was using... Uh, fat toy mm -hmm. so iron man cable uh sentinel gotcha okay so he was i mean ray being what they call it a jack of all trades this is what people call you jack yeah. of all trades yeah yeah there's yeah there's a uh, actually there's a quote that i love yeah about, you know that quote uh, i don't it no. says uh the us. quote 
I think this quote definitely like relates to me a lot because of my play style and how many tools that I have. It's because the quote says, um, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but a jack of all trades is better than a master of one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's an awesome quote. And, and ever since then, it stuck to me. I, I learned that quote in 2007 from my dad. That's and that, and that, cool. then that same year, I changed my name and all that stuff, my alias. Nice. It was like a bunch of good things happened in 2000, but then a lot of bad things I happened f- in 2007. I feel like we, have, we haven't talked about that. When did you switch from a true Vato to Spartan? That was uh, 2007. Okay, so ex- walk us through it. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're done so. with 06. Mm-hmm. 07, uh, you, you, you mentioned that you were under Reset Swing for a little bit. Yep, still playing me. together. Okay, so still what true. happened late 07? Late 07? Yeah. Okay. You want to know when my oh. name was changed? My name was changed like around March. Oh, okay. Like around. Okay, so. so yeah, I um, it was like around March. I'm still I'm still using ATV at this point. I'm like, dude, I need a better name. I was like, I'm tired of getting laughed at and all that stuff. Like, dude, I'm like, I'm I look white. I don't speak Spanish. Why is my name a Truvato? It doesn't makes no sense. <laughs> so it's around March 2007. Okay. The movie 300 comes out. It did. Yeah, that's right. Three a month. A month before the Cow Poly tournament where Dark Prince money matched clockwork. And it came out about a month before that. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So at the time, you know, people people were still calling me a true Vato because they were like, Oh, that's your name, but I was like, No, I'm Spartan now. So I was so inspired by that movie. Like I know obviously Hollywood tends to change the storyline. You know, right. it wasn't the storyline that got me. It was just like the animosity that those that those soldiers had and they didn't back down even if the numbers were against them and i felt like that related to my play style like even if i had psylocke and i was fighting a whole thrax i'm not giving up yeah if i had commando i don't care i'm not giving up yeah you know like i was just so inspired by that and i was like you know what no one is named spartan it's original it's cool you know it makes me feel like a warrior out there it's you fresh. know obviously it's a video game but i mean you're doing nothing like that but so that's when i switched to spartan because i was really okay. inspired by the movie so, a month later, Cal Poly comes. Dominic took me there, and um, Cal Poly had a, a tournament. Yeah, Cal Poly Pomona, the the university. That's yeah. where that's where Dark Prince and Clockwork took place. I, I remember. Yeah. Okay. So in 2007, Man, uh, I watched this, that video so this, many times. This at this point, wait, what I miss? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Ivan's talking about the Dark Prince interview." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you gotta love it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go, baby. So at this <laughs> at this point, I have my teams. Not team. I have my teams. I have six teams that I'm really well-rounded with. I could Six teams? I had six teams for tournaments. Jesus. At this point, I had six teams, and it was Matrix, Santhrax, MSS Rocket Punch, Drones, MSP, and Team Toy. Those are my six teams. Beautiful. For tournaments wow. and tournaments only. Like, I was still playing, like, Blackheart and stuff, like, casual or whatever. I would never play Team Scrub. I just, I don't know. I just, uh, my cable wasn't that good back then. I feel like my cable's way better now than it ever was. But uh, I agree. Yeah, thank definitely. You. So I get to this tournament, and, uh, oh, yeah, I brought a DC setup that day, and I, and I brought up my TV and all that stuff. That was, that was so funny because uh, for some reason, I think, I think when uh when I brought the TV, like some change fell into the TV and it exploded inside <laughs> inside the, the arcade when people were playing. A bunch of smoke came out, so I just had to throw it out in the dumpster. It was pretty funny. That was just a little funny story to add in there. What the hell? All right, so it's 2007. It's the day Dark Prince and uh, Clockwork play. I'm going because I want to see the match. And I did watch. I was there. It was pretty crazy, dude. I didn't see the the drama that escalated after that. I'm not going to share that part because it's not, not my story to tell. Um, 
So this is the first tournament with a bunch of killers. Every, I want to say, I don't want to say every single killer, but I say every single killer in California probably was there. And Justin Wong was there. He was there. He, okay. he took first place, I believe. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. I saw the bracket on SRK like a few nights ago. Because okay. I'm on top eight, H. Ruvato. It's right there. I, and uh, that was the first time I made top eight with a bracket full of killers with no one sandbagging me. I actually earned it. And I was I was I was impressed with myself, and that was nice. the, that awesome. was that was the time where I was like, "Holy shit, this work is paying off." I I can hang with these guys now. Yeah, I can I can actually play. You know, like I'm not dumb. Like, Damn, that's wow, such a, that's such a great feeling. Bro. Yeah, that feeling. It's like I'm finally there. Like, but I wasn't. I wanted more. Like, I wanted to be. I wanted to be superior. Like at least good enough, maybe like in the top like one percent or five percent or whatever. Right. I wasn't trying to beat Justin Wong or anything like that. I mean, it was a dream, but but anyways, back to the Cal Poly thing. It's so um, gratifying to hear, man. Yeah. yeah. After all the work he put through. So Cal Poly uh, was the first tournament, like I said, Brackville Killers. I did exceptionally well. I placed top eight, and uh, I won the first round. I don't remember who it was. It was just, it was it was just some like kind of like low tier player but the second round i lost to somebody that was that jay frez guy you remember him oh god i he wasn't even that good i know he wasn't that good because i was pretty i was pretty confident like at that time i was like i'm confident i could beat this guy but we had to play on the the small cab at cal poly and the sticks were kind of iffy so like dc wasn't really like a main dominant thing at those times it was always arcade this is early 07 right this is april april 07 this is april i I didn't realize he was around back then yeah I, i met that guy in 2008 Mm-hmm. And him and I were, were kind of uh, going back and forth on who had a superior sentinel. Mm. Um, I don't remember him being that. Well, that's that's news to me. Yeah, he beat me. He oh, sent shit. me to losers. And he, and this is a guy that uses a Magneto Sentinel Psylocke, something like that. AKA I can't remember MSP two point oh. Yeah, like that. that's what he beat me with. Something like that. Yeah. So he sends me to losers, and I'm butthurt because I was like, I shouldn't have lost. <laughs> So I got sent to losers, and then I win like two or three more matches. Well, you're feeling it right now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he sent you to losers. You're just like, God damn. Damn. I take a deep breath every time just thinking about it because I'm like, you mother. That's what it does. I wish to DC you, man. was more dominant back then because back then everyone was traveling. We were all playing arcade cabinets. So you have to adjust. We'll get back to that. So I win a couple more matches in losers, and then I see that I'm I'm not playing for a little while, but I see who my next opponent is, and it's Duck. Oh, duck. And I have it in my head. Like, dude, it's over. Like, that's it. Like, I have no training. I have nothing. I don't know. I don't know how to beat spiral. What am I supposed to do? So I was like, I was like, I just put my head down. And I remember I was like, fuck. And then I asked the, the TO. I was like, such I was like how much time do I have till we play? He's like, you got about 10 minutes. I was like, okay, uh, I'm gonna go outside. and I'm gonna go smoke real quick. You know, in my sorrows or whatever. <laughs> just <laughs> premeditating the laws. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I go outside, you know, just rip a fat one, and then I smoke a cigarette, and then I come inside and have my head down. I'm still thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I was like, what the hell? And you've been to Cal Poly? You guys been to Cal Poly or not? I've never been there. Okay. So when you walk in, it's kind of like the corridors, like these these, these doors, and there's like a little hallway. You can go left. There's a bunch of food court, and if you go right, there's like a little hallway, and then it opens up to a big arcade. You remember we we played there, me and you? We had? Yeah. Like, this is like- Fuck, my memory's so bad. Yeah, a couple years back, but- we did? Yeah, remember we were... Uh, Cal Poly like, Pomona? Yeah, because shout out to my, my boy Irving, because he was going there for a little bit, and we uh-huh. ended up playing a few games on, on the cabs. Oh my gosh, I don't remember this. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sure funny. he's got a picture in his phone somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Refresh my memory. <laughs> sorry, Ivan. No, it's all good. So, 
I come back in through the double doors and then I make a right and I'm coming down the little, little corridor hallway and then I yep. see Potter. Potter's coming, walking towards me from a distance and he's like, hey, what's up, man? At, at this point, I've, I've never conversated with Potter. Like, I don't, you know, like, I always thought he was like, I was like, oh, cool, Potter. Like, he's a cool dude. Like, I never talked to him. He's never yeah. talked to me. And he comes up to me and he's like, hey, what's up? And like I said, I never talked to him. So I thought he was talking to someone else. I looked behind me. No one's there. And I, he's like, no, you, man, what's up, dude? What are you doing? And I was like, um, I'm in loser's bracket. I'm about to go play my match. And he's like, who are you going to play? And I was like, I'm going to play Duck. So I think I'm going to go home after this. And he's like, he's like, nah, what do you mean? No, dude, you think you're going to lose? No, you got this. You got this, all right? And he said, this is, this is what you got to do. And I don't know what made him give me advice. Right. I did, seriously, I, I think know, there was a rivalry. I know, why, I know Was why. there a rivalry between there them? There was. That's, yeah, that's not, what not it to, was. Not to sidetrack too much, but Duck and Potter had their own their own rivalry that was brewing mm-hmm. for a little while that went all the way back to, uh, I want to say, I don't want to say the wrong arcade, but they there's video. There's video of them uh, having a tournament match mm-hmm. on arcade yeah and there's a huge pop-off from duck it's it's uh, i have to find it but uh and, and i'll post it up but yeah they had their own thing going so it makes sense for mm-hmm. him to approach you and say hey this is what you need to i do. didn't know that at and the time dude, i didn't back then Crazy. and back then that was kind of the norm if you didn't like somebody you would go to their opponent and i mean if you were grimy as fuck of course you could go <laughs> to their opponent and say hey man He's gonna pick this team on you. You should do this. Oh. Hey, he likes he likes to do this, so you should counter him with this. Mm. Like that was, that was one of those tactics. Rather, I mean, it, wow. it, it would happen even when a money match was was planned. Like you were gonna play somebody in two weeks, right? Right. right. So people would hit you up. People would hit me up and say, "Hey, you should pick this or or, or try to do this to get around that." Just Damn. to grimy, dude. It's so it, that's that's how it was. And Potter must have had his own reasons to coach you for that. Yeah, I never asked. I never asked him why he did that. He does remember doing that because I've asked him recently because I wanted to see. Well, there you go, man. Yeah, I have. The, yeah, I got the yeah. receipts. So there you good. go. Yeah, but see, had, shout out to Potter. Had I not by the way, known that, that had I not so known cool, that, then man. so we wouldn't be able to get to the bottom. Yeah, of it. yeah. I had no playbook because I've never fought a spiral. Who plays spiral? Really good. Duck. He's the only one. He's the only one. Uh, right? Creedot from FFA. And not a lot of people know about him. I didn't know. I don't know about him. Yeah. And that's that's about it. So Potter's advice was, um, I remember it very vividly. He said, um, he said, nah, man, you got this. You can do this. He's like, here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick Team Matrix. All right? Pick Team Matrix. And only call Cyclops the second you see Cable come out as a counter call. You're going to stick to him like glue. Hit him with anything, a jab, a short. Get rid of those swords, but you're only going to counter call, and you're going to get those meters, and you're going to DHC that bitch. That's what he said. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll try that. And I I took that information to heart. Like, I I actually executed exactly. I've never reacted that way based on advice, and I thought that was a really cool moment. Wow. So every time I saw Cable, it was boom, Cyclops. And I was just, let Cyclops deal with Cable, go up. I'm dashing in. I'm going for Spiral. I'm just trying to get in his face. I'm just looking for an opening. I'm just like, you want that swords? Jab, jab. Just get, I'm like, you ain't getting, you ain't going to shank me today. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> so I win the first game. I win the first game. And uh, then Duck switched to uh, Spiral Sentinel Commando. And then he beat my. Po- pocket team for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's one of his pocket teams. And then he beat my Matrix. And I was like, shit, Potter only gave me advice for Cable. What do I do? <laughs> so I, I was like, fuck it. I'm picking Thrax. You want Commando? I got Commando too. And it, the the match was very interesting because it went down to the wire 
to where my Sentinel was like almost any chip was going to kill me and ducted the corridor super and it didn't kill me. And I just did the rocket punch and fucking punched him in the face. And, that, and that's all he had was like a rocket punch health and I won. And everyone was shocked. Everyone was shocked, dude. It was, oh, this is a two out of goodness. three setting? Yeah, it was two out of three. Okay. Two oh, out of three at that goodness. time. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It was two out of three. And and no one believed it. And the turn, I think the person who was running the bracket, and I'm going to mention his name because uh, there's a little bit of a trend with it. It was uh, Mega Man DS. He was running the bracket. Oh, okay. So I, and we, we actually played on DC because I brought my DC that day. Right. So after that, when people were playing, then the TV exploded later on that day. So <laughs> no, it was no DC. I love Dreamcast still because it's my, my equipment. So, but anyways, the TV exploded. It did, later. dude. And then I was like, why did it explode? And I picked it up and I hear a bunch of change fall out. I was like, what? Oh, so whatever. So, okay. So where, where are we at in the bracket? You beat duck. I beat duck. Um, I'm still far away from the end, you know. So I'm playing. I think I ran until. Uh, oh, I beat Y2J as well right after. Oh, I forgot about that I, guy. I beat Y2J right after that. Oh and man, I think DLC. I, I, some other Blackheart player. I think it was DOSX or it might have been Viscont or someone. Okay. I can't remember, but I beat him too, and then I beat a bunch, a uh, couple other fillers. I don't know. I, I just want to call them fillers. Sorry, I don't. I don't remember their names. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. So and then I make it to top eight, and I run into Fnatic. And this is America's favorite. Yeah. Run to Fnatic. And that one was a three out of five. Uh, he beat me three, two. Okay. Three, two. It was very, very close. And that oh, wow. was when Fnatic actually gave, like, he didn't know who I was, but he gave me respect and we became acquaintances after that. I wouldn't say friends, but definitely acquaintances because we ended up uh, teaming up at Evo and stuff like that over there for the team tournament at Evo. Uh, so, yeah, that was the first tournament. I made top eight. And, and that was the moment I was like, holy shit. I can do this. I can hang with these guys. And that was a magnificent moment, man. It was nice, unbelievable. Bro. Well-deserved. That's unbelievable awesome, man. moment. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't do it, you know, without everybody that's been in my journey. So, Man, that advice from Potter came in. Yeah, so shout out to Potter. Clutch, man, for that man. One. Thank you. I still remember that, Potter. And shout out to Duck, too. Bro, that, that just goes to show that it's the, the, the networking was a real uh, game changer yeah. for mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. You could you could practice training mode as much as you want, but without that actual experience or even getting the the insight uh, from somebody else's perspective, mm -hmm. it right. makes all the difference. Right? Who knows what would have happened in that duck match had Potter not approached you? You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. It probably wouldn't. I probably would have lost. I didn't know. What Can to do. you imagine for a second how different it would have been had Daniel Deathwish not giving you the the insight mm -hmm. or reset? Right. Yeah. It, it would have it it would have made career things, changing. Yeah. yeah. Career changing. It's just like a chain reaction of networking. Like, yep. yeah, it's so crazy. If if I didn't have one of those people to get me where I'm at, like that, that outcome would have been way different. Maybe you wouldn't be the player you are today. Yeah, that too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, everybody has like some type of networking chain. I think. You yeah. Know, so, so then what happens at Evo? Uh, Evo West. Evo West. Okay. Uh, I I go to Evo West. It was in San Diego. I went with Dominic because he drove. Um, I uh, I got beat pretty bad, but I did beat Pasadena in losers bracket though. Pasadena was playing back then. He wasn't really that good back then. Uh, that was when he was big Pasadena. That's when he had a lot of weight on him. But now he's a lot skinnier. Yeah. <laughs> he was still cool. He's still a cool guy, though. Uh, and that's when I met... Um, that's when I met Krizzle and Korngo. And at this time, like, I sucked against fighting Cable. I had no idea how to beat Cable. Like, a good Cable. You know what I mean? Like, you can beat Cables, but a good Cable is really annoying. Yeah. And I didn't understand. So I'm hanging out with... Uh, 
Crizzle and Corngo and and those guys. And there was another guy. I think his name was Scrub Killer. I don't. I didn't get his original name, like his real name. I re- I remember that name. Yeah, Scrub I, Killer. I don't know who he it was, was part of. I think he was part of the Bay Area NorCal guys. I think okay. so. I think he was. Yeah, I remember those guys. Yeah, yeah, they they were pretty. They were pretty. Uh, pretty cool. I remember uh, Crizzle and I had a talk and we're outside, you know, just having a good time, just conversating about Marvel and stuff like that. And then I was just like, dude, I can't, I can't deal with cable, man. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you got to use the box. I'm like, well, what the fuck is the box? What are you talking about? And he's like, you got to use Storm or Magneto. But he taught me the strategy on how to defeat a really good cable. And ever since then, like, I really started beating cables a lot more. And you know about the box, right? You got, I call it the box. Me Walk first. us through it. The box is an area on the top of the screen that Cable cannot reach. So unless he has like Commando or Blackheart or something like that, like if he has Cyclops, good luck, you know? So you're basically going to be utilizing the space to build meter, stay safe, and you're going to, when you come down. So a lot of times when you super jump, you go fierce, dash up fierce. Now you're in this box area. Cable's up right here, super jumpy, trying to fierce punch, viper beam, nothing's working. And then you lightning attack, one, two, up. And that's how you get the most optimal meter is when you when you super jump fierce, dash up fierce, and you float in that box, lightning attack left, right, up. Towards By the, the time you the land, screen. you have like two and a half, three meters almost. You know, if you started with one meter is what I'm saying. So you're going to use that time to stay safe, get your meter. And now here's where the mind games come in. You want to make the cable jump with you because most of the time they're going to jump with you and try to shoot you down bring you back down and they're going to do like you know call drones tiger knee viper beam and then gun 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 you're going to try to get this pattern going you want to super jump with them make them super jump and then dash down fierce and that way cable doesn't have an air dash so now he's got to come all the way up and all the way down with and now a jump. he's forced to take a mix-up and now there. he's forced to take a mix-up and because of awesome. crystal just that little bit of information made me go a long way against cable players. This is exactly what I'm talking about, man. That moment that, right there, I, I appreciated tidbits, it so is, much. And, and for everybody who's listening, this is stuff that you wouldn't even be able to hear about back then unless you were in somebody's inner circle yeah, or something like that because mm-hmm. tech was just so well guarded back then. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially with That's tur- what I was with, saying. With, with the circles. Yeah, tournaments like Evil West, uh, Evil World, mm-hmm. or even locals, you didn't want to tell somebody, hey, this is how you do this. Right, right. Now, you want to wait. Now we're, we're at the point where, okay, I mean, personally for me, I'm at the point where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm comfortable sharing tech now to yeah, see if anybody course. else can take it further. Yeah, but back then, bro, that information right there is mm-hmm. gold, bro. Is Yeah. It's gold. It, it's priceless. It was so yeah. priceless, dude. Like it was, and I don't even know why he kind of helped me out with that. I mean, you know, cause like you said, people retained information, you know, you know, I asked him about it too. And he said like, dude, when I saw you play, I saw crazy potential. And he's like, and you're a killer now. I just asked him this like two, three days ago. Yeah. Cause I wanted to make sure, you know, the timeline was in order or whatever, but you know, he's like, you're a killer. And he's like, I saw the potential in you, man. And he's like, and I was right. And he's like, you're, you're a beast. Amazing. Yeah. Shout out to Crystal, man. Thank yeah. you. It's freaking awesome. And Corn Go too, bro. Yeah, Corn Go. Dude, those two guys together in a room is so funny. The way they just <laughs> go back and forth. It's so hilarious. I've never guys. met Corn Go, man. And, uh, I met him but, once or well, twice, Evo West and Evo 7. Right on. Yeah. So then what happened at Evo, Evo uh, West? Oh, I got my ass kicked. Duck saw me and wanted to ch- He challenged me to a money match. But no. Yeah. Oh. I didn't take it because I was scared. I swear to God, I really You're was. I didn't me. take it. Well, that and I didn't have any money, so. <laughs> how, how did that go? He just walked right up to you? Well, he saw me. He saw me because I was outside and I was smoking a cigarette. And then he comes up to me. And he's like, you. 
Like, that's I want to. I want to money match you. And I was like, oh no, 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 thank you. I don't have any money. I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, dude, it's a two out of three, man. I'm sorry. I love you, Doug. Oh my God! Wow. Yeah. For him to go out of his way to just come up. Well, to he you, was right? already outside. I think taking a breather or whatever. You know, he had his little, his big stick podium thing. Oh yeah. So the, the bulldozer. Yeah, the bulldozer. I wanted one of those so bad. I still do. That's probably the first so time comfortable. you you actually hear Duck going. Oh, fucking money match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was more polite about it. <laughs> he was more polite about Duck it. Duck is super polite, man. Yeah, Doug, he is. Doug, Doug, yeah. yeah shout definitely. out to Duck. Shout, out shout to outs Duck. to Duck. Love you, man. Yeah. Okay, so. Evo West is done. Evo West is done. So, if I'm not mistaken, because when, when I, by the time that I had already hit high level, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. Evo West was done with. Yeah, like there the, was no more Evo West. Like the qualifying Evo tournaments East. or Evo West East, it was all done with. So, what did you have to do to. Move forward to Evo World. Um, I think if you qualified at Evo West, like you were kind of like guaranteed, like in a bracket for the top twenty-five. So day two, so you oh, don't have to battle really? out of pools. Yeah, you didn't have to battle out of pools. I had no idea. It was really cool. I thought it was a cool concept, but I mean, I you know, obviously, money was an issue. I think for Evo at the time to have yeah. all these events because I don't think anybody went to Evo South, which was like Texas or whatever, or and then I think there was a North. I'm not sure. It was like in the middle. Of, I don't know. Dude, see, I, had no I remember idea. east and west were more dominant. Yeah, I remember yeah. just east and west. Yeah, I thought right. there was a north and south at one point, maybe in 2006. I could be wrong. Okay. Like I said, my memory is pretty trash. So. Right on. So what happens at Evil World? Evil in, World. In Las Vegas. I'm I'm confident. Like I'm like I'm like this is it. I just wanted to make top 25. I wanted to be on the DVD. I wanted to be on the main stage. I just really wanted it, dude. <laughs> so I get there. It's 2007. Um. I'm rooming with uh, Dominic, uh, Fnatic, and my cousin because my cousin got more involved in the game, and me and him would play all the time and stuff like that. My cousin Ricky, and uh, so we go to Evo, and it's day one. We're doing pools. Uh, I did really well, and I only stuck to Fat Toy that whole team uh, that whole day. I don't know what it was, but I felt Iron Man Sentinel, Iron Man uh, Sentinel cable, cable. Sentinel yeah. drones, right? Yeah, drones. okay. I was only using Team Toy. I don't know why. I just felt super confident with Team Toy that day. Um, <clears throat> uh, I got sent to losers by Golden Nismore, and uh, oh. I made it to the losers finals, or yeah, losers finals, and I had to play Jamar. Golden Ismore destroyed me. Like, I had absolutely... I didn't know what the fuck... Like, it, dude, like his commando was just disgusting at the time. Like, he was really good. And his Santhrax with Rocket Punch, I was like, what are these resets? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, now he got me good. Never played him again, though. And uh, so, it's Losers Finals against Jamar, And uh, I beat him the first game. He beat me the second game. And the third game, I caught him with an opener because... Uh, I was watching him play, and I was I was downloading his startup patterns, and that's something that I do a lot. I I, I do like I try to figure out someone's patterns. Sometimes I'll have like a pen and paper and be like, okay, game one down short, game two <laughs> jump, game three, and I start developing a little pattern. But anyways, so I picked up on his pattern and I caught him with the opener with a down short, and he went for the stand jab, and obviously it missed. And I caught him in the cable, walked him out, and then I dropped the proton cannon. And that was it, dude. He just mauled me after that. I was like, fuck. I was one game away from being top 25. And that's when I placed top 50. I see. Okay. Yeah. And then at the time, uh, I, I did a couple money matches. I beat Cable Guy twice. Okay. Cable Guy. It was like two little $5 money matches, which was like two out of three or something like that. That was another thing back then. Back then, like, people were very strict on, like, what kind of set you were playing and how much money was the outcome. 
Like nobody would play a first of five for five dollars back then. It like back then, like because I remember I played Blazini Flow. Do you remember that guy? Blazing Flow, yeah. yeah. I call him Blazini Flow. I just I think I read it wrong. Yeah, I challenged him to a money match, but I like I said, I didn't have a job, so I didn't have much money. So I was trying to get, I was trying to stretch my dollars worth per For money sure, matches, because yeah. like I said, I did I, I didn't know any of these guys. I want more experience. Saw Blazini flow, and I was like, "Hey, would you be willing to do like a five dollar money match, like uh, four out of seven? He's like, five dollars? No, two out of three. Nothing else for five dollars. He's like, you want four out of seven? It's got to be twenty. You know, like people were very, very strict about that. I think I, I think I even saw like a sign on one of the TVs. Like if you want first to seven has to be 50. Yeah. First to 10 was 100. Like, yeah, like there was like a minimum amount. That's kind of how it is. Yeah. 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 Nowadays, people play like first to 20 for five dollars or a Happy Meal, whatever, you know, <sighs> it was really different times back then, bro. It was really different. I don't times agree with that, by the way. <laughs> So I lose, you know, now I'm just enjoying the matches, you know, I'm watching Smooth Viper get rowdy and all this stuff, which he was a big inspiration with his videos for me, like with how hype he got and how much of a savage he was. I was like, dude, this guy's nuts, man. I was like, I want to be like you, bro. I never met him, never played him, but yeah, yeah, he was my inspiration with why I was like, you know, so rowdy and stuff. Oh, just, just to interject really quick. So 2007 was a year where we got... I think the most hype videos from Marvel's Capcom. Yes, and I was there for all of it. It was so you good. Had, the good ones. You had the Dark Prince interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Cable Guy with uh, Eric Arroyo. He's fucking dead. He's fucking, He's fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had Justin Wong versus Dark Prince, the low tier matches. Right. Oh yeah. That little snippet where he hits the snap, the snapback with uh, Jill, and everybody yep. in the background Everyone's, just goes crazy. Yep. Bill Wellman's like, yeah. Fucking explodes, dude. Man, those were the times. Jill bro. Ruby Hart Ken. Yeah, those were the times. So, what was the uh, what was the outcome then for Evil World? I mean, we know who won, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we know who won. But after that, I just kind of like stuck around, and uh, that's where I met Dorian. Me and Dorian were watching the matches on chairs, standing up, just like looking over all the way in the back. You know, he was really cool. Oh, okay. Met Dorian, a lot of people, and stuff like that. And um, uh, the next day, I believe it was, or I can't remember if it was the first day, but there was a team tournament. And uh, it was me, Fanatic, and some random person. Well, hang on, Ivan. Where were you? Where were you in during all this? Um, so actually, I ended up, like I said, when I had started out, um, I was just like a little kid, dude. And we were doing like FFA at the time. Um, but I, I wasn't playing like top players. Um, I didn't get to travel as much because... Honestly, guys, like for my backstory, like even during high school, I was actually going to university and. Oh, yeah. I yeah, there was, said that, yeah. Yeah. And there's just no way for me to like travel and be able to like play other players. So I would actually frequent Alex's arcade at the time. OK. In Santa Ana. So that's where a lot of my um, kind of like my experience with top level players started happening. And funny enough, that's actually where I met Ray. Um and a bunch of the other heads that were there as well. I didn't actually meet you, Ken, until I would say... Like 2011, 2012, something like that? Yeah, I would say 2011, yeah. And it wasn't until I think uh, Ray had introduced me to you. Yeah, and well, when was your first Evo? My first Evo was... Have you been Have, have you been there? No, yeah, 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 yeah? D- definitely. Um, I'm just I'm trying to remember what year it was. I think it was 2010, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Gone. Yeah. But like I said, the players there were just a, a completely different caliber um, from the experience that I was getting. So it, <laughs> I was already practicing like on Dreamcast, but 
it wasn't up until like again like when the whole PSN shit started popping off in 09 where I really got to like kind of have more experience with players that were just a bet a better player yeah. and different matchups and all sorts of like yeah. shenanigans and gimmicks and and fight learning how to fight cable even now it's just stupid hey, like it could one, be a struggle one, yeah one frame jump it's you know what it's kind of crazy to put a, a time stamp like on our on our uh on where we were at certain times like yeah. when, like ray in 05 he had already accomplished dude you had already accomplished so much more than i had at that point like yeah. i was just barely blooming you know yeah. and, and barely getting getting used to uh the world outside of just my local arcade yeah and and for somebody like you, like you were, like your first Evo was 2010. My first Evo was 2011. You know, I yeah, I had only heard of of the, these tournaments and I had hadn't experienced them yet. Yeah. So it was, uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to, to compare timelines. Absolutely. One Definitely. of the one of the first videos that I remember. This was back in 2003, 2004. Um, but one of the very first videos that really inspired me to become a better player was when I saw Sue Mighty against Justin Wong. You know, that infamous match. Oh, yeah. Where, where he, yeah, with he's like snapping Sentinel like four times in one combo in the oh, corner. Oh, yeah. That was so it's, cool. When I saw that, I, I was like, this that. is incredible. This is amazing. It's like, like yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love the sound effects. Yeah. yeah I love man. this game. I do. And the crowd was just going nothing like it yeah it was insane dude, like when so you hear insane. that did the goosebumps that yeah you just i got like goosebumps it, when i would see that i was like dude i want to be like sue and so sue was actually very inspiring for me as a player same me, me too. um yeah when i when i was growing up um and like i said just delving more into the top tier meta um definitely was picking more more msp um i once i learned about thrax and i knew about like the America's favorite DHC basically and killing off one character just right off of the bat. Mm -hmm. I knew that was a team that I wanted to like actually mm, play and master. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, going go, more into go ahead. Going back to Ray, okay, so mm -hmm. are we done with O seven at this point? No, there's more in O seven. Okay. More. You're gonna you're gonna find out. The O seven is I know I know that this was a big turning point, right? Yeah. From what they, I remember. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested to know what happened. Uh as in what? What do you mean? Well, no, you said something big. I remember you, you telling me that something oh, big happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so backpedal a little bit to Cal Poly Pomona. The person running the bracket was Mega Man DS. At least that's who I was reporting to, who I saw, who didn't believe me that I beat Duck, who had that go ask 20 people to confirm that I beat <laughs> oh Duck, God. even though I had many witnesses. Say Even Potter was like, yeah, you beat him. So, Evo West happens. I meet Chris and Corngo, and then... You know, Evo happens. I place top 50, hang out with Crystal and Corango again. Hang out. I even got to meet up with uh, Chris Schmidt on the final day before his finals. That was really cool. We got to hang out together. He got to give me some advice, and I appreciate him for that. So thank you. And uh, so after Evo's done, man, um, I finally get my. I finally got my license. Got my first truck, Ford Ranger '88. Ford <laughs> Ranger. Ford Ranger, man. I, and that's something we have in common. Oh, yeah, the we Ford Ranger. We Ford Rangers, yes. <laughs> that's right, dude. So Built for tough. Right. So I got my Ford Ranger, man. Just chew tobacco, spitting that motherfucker, dude. Going, I was so excited, dude. I was just fucking yee-yeeting all the way to damn arcades all over the place. Dude, it, I loved it. If you guys didn't know, Ray's a big uh, country fan. Uh, yeah, sir. Get it done. <laughs> so try that, it so out. Then what happened? 
It's a great bay. So I started traveling. I started going to like Camelot and just driving any any arcade. I didn't care. I just wanted to go. Nice. So it's driving to more casuals. Like every weekend, if I heard if I saw someone at SRK, like oh arcade day on a Tuesday, I'm fucking there. I didn't care. You know, because I was like, I had freedom. I was like, yes. My first, like the day my, my license came in the mail, dude, I jumped on the freeway and I never driven on the freeway before. I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to Camelot. And then I was, I was like hanging with clockwork and stuff at casuals. And I was doing like unflies on him. And he was like, don't do that. Don't do that. I can't do those, man. I don't want to see that. And I was like, I'm sorry, dude, but you make me block forever, you know? So that was a vivid memory. You make me block forever. Yeah. So at this point I have my first job, my first license, my first truck. And, um, I remember I was working at Knott's Berry Farm, and it was yeah, I remember that. Yeah, dude, I was working at Knott's Berry Farm. It was so fun. So working at Knott's Berry Farm, and uh, one night, uh, Dark Prince called me up, and he said, uh, "Hey, there's an FFA tournament at this time. Can you make it?" I was like, "Dude, I just got off work. It's gonna take me like an hour and forty five minutes, almost two hours to get there." Because I live in Orange County, so you do the yeah, math. That for, is far. For perspective, it's uh, yes, it's far. Orange County to Granada Hills. It's really far, at least for Orange yeah. County people. Anyways, yep. so this is where my hatred for FFA began. Oof. Anybody that was involved with FFA, you were a part of FFA, you were a casual there. I don't even care if you were a worker and you parked in that parking lot. And you don't even go to FFA. I hated you. <laughs> I hated it. Where did this come from? <laughs> because of what happened to me that night. That Dark Prince told me to go that Here tournament. Here we go. Let's hear it. So I get there. All right. I told him like, Hey, um, I can't get there until this time. So on, so on. He said, okay, cool. I'll, I'll pay for your entry. We'll put you at the bottom of the bracket. So when you get here, you're just gonna have to play a lot. And I was like, okay. So I get there and I was playing nonstop. I won about five matches. And then there was like the killers weren't there. I like, like Sue and finesse weren't there. I think like iron Alon was like the best player there right now. Like at the, at that tournament, that okay. specific tournament, like okay. Sue wasn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't even think Neo was a thing at the time. Right? No, 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 no not at all. So, so Iron Alon was probably like their best player, but they had like the regulars go and they were in the tournament. I played five matches and it was me and uh, Iron Alon in winner's finals. Oh, wow. Okay. It was me and Iron Alon in winner's finals. Uh, he beat me two games. I beat him two games and I had MSP. And the, the final game, because it was three out of five, he destroyed me. Like, But all I had was a Psylocke left. Okay. Half a Psylocke. He had half Iron Man, full cable, full doom. And I just landed snapback after snapback and i turned it into a 1v1 between oh, wow. me psylocke versus iron man after he lost i made a comeback people couldn't believe it and uh what happened another was, clutch comeback yeah i told you i was so inspired by the spartans in the, in the movie like i was like i'm not giving up i don't give a fuck like i'm gonna play iron alon kind of like walked away was complaining like i don't know what he said something somewhere in his breath and then, like a couple minutes later mega man ds comes up to me because he's running the bracket he comes up to me and he says, um, well, I hate to tell you this, but because you took too long to show up, you ruined the bracket. So what do you, what do you mean? That's, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you took too long. Now the bracket's kind of ruined. Everything's off place. So what we have to do, we're just going to give you your money back. We're sorry. And I was just, I was like, what the fuck do you mean? Like I drove this far. You guys held the bracket. I played five matches and you're kicking me out because I beat Iron Alon. So I was so salty. I never, I never wanted to go back to FFA. And that's the reason why I gave them that name, Fat Fucking Animals. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, grimy motherfucker. <laughs> Tell them how you feel. Tell them how you feel. I, I just felt that way at that time. Bro, I remember you telling me that nickname, and it's every time you say it, it still makes me laugh like it's the first time. <laughs> 
I mean, just you know, I, how you really I, feel. You know what, I'm zen now. I'm you're zen. not. You're not the only one though. I, I've had my own experiences with those like guys over there. It's at least one time with a bracket that seemed a little suspicious, but I can I can see I, I can relate to where you're coming from. Yeah. With that. So that was like my first experience. I was just like, why would they do that? Like, what? I I yeah. was just naive. I was just like, I was just a kid, you know, like who wanted to compete at these things. And I thought everyone was honest and, and wanted to compete because of the way I was raised and stuff like that. You know, you, you, you get what you work for. And I felt like I was cheated out of what I worked for. And that really made me mad. Yeah. Like I still like, I'm over it now, obviously, you know, it was years ago, but it's still the, it's still <laughs> <laughs> I hate that arcade buttons never worked anyways. <laughs> Chaos theory. We keep it a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, keep it a hundred. <laughs> So then, what happened afterwards? Then, so the After, tournament, at, the yeah. tournament runs runs without you. Did yeah. you stick around or did you? No, bounce? I left. I left. You I, bounced, I took yeah. the money. I left, and I it was the too. saddest drive home. Like I was so upset. I was so upset. I was like, I worked really hard for that. Like, why would they do that? And I never understood that. So ever since then, I don't. I don't. I never really liked Mega Man or Iron Lawn or anybody with FFA. If you were part of FFA, I didn't like you. Like that's just the way I associated it with. But now I can, you know, associate. That. It's whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. It's yeah. not literally the same thing. Okay. So just don't trust Mega Man with a bracket. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said going back to Cal Poly, there was a trend. Yeah. He was running that bracket. He's running that bracket. You know, I don't know what the problem was. Nice. So after that, I drove home. Um, things started shifting. Um, the circle that I was training with, like Daniel and all them, like we all started spreading out. Interesting. Yeah. Daniel, you know, Daniel was becoming a dad. And then, uh, Ricardo fell through some really hard times. I don't really don't know what happened to him. He he became like schizophrenic and it was really bad. Wow. Uh, Herman went to pharmacy school. And never talked to him again. Don't know where he went. Don't have his number. He changed his number. Remember that? Remember? I'm gonna do um, Origins Part Two for myself. Uh, I don't know if it's gonna be Episode Three or Episode Four, but uh, he ties into that mm. that part. So I'll talk more about it when we when we get into that. But mm-hmm. um, I do have some info on him. We'll, we'll tap into that when okay. we get to it. Yeah, one more time. So at this point, my circle's like depleting. All I have left is Reset. Um, and at that time, Reset and I kind of, you know, we, we, we had different interests in life and we kind of went our own ways, even though like we were still on, on the same page with Marvel. But as far as like friendship and the outside world, like our interests just weren't aligning, you know? Okay. You know, so it's like, I, I just wasn't my thing. So, yeah, you know, we, we grow apart. That's what happens. We grow whatnot and then you know i got dealt a shitty hand after that so after seeing all this drama throughout the year you know with ffa and then my friends you know going through this i don't have anyone to play with you know starting over again finding new people to play with and then i got dealt a shitty hand and um um, you had you had some personal stuff going on outside of the game right yeah and and this is early 08 yeah, this is like, uh, yeah, like late 07, okay. 08. That's, uh, yeah. Because I, I remember I stopped seeing you completely. Yeah, I didn't come back to like 2011. Yeah. So 2008, nothing happened. Mm, uh, the only time I was able to play was when Xbox Live came on. I think it was 2008. I tried Xbox Live. For 2009, I think. Was it 2009? Yeah. I thought it was 2008. Okay, so, so 2008, the only thing that I remember from you was when you went to Regency. One yeah, time. you were yeah. telling me about that. But honestly, I don't so, remember it. So just so everybody kind of could... <laughs> if if you've been following my timeline, uh, by the time mid two thousand eight came around, I was already at Regency. Um, I already had some experience under my belt, and I hadn't seen Ray in a long time. So one of the things that I would enjoy was 
testing myself against players that I hadn't seen in a very long time. And I remember one time I went to Regency Fund Center and I walked in and there was a guy that was streaking on the cabinet. <laughs> and, and he was... Dude, it was like it was like he was Ky- trying to use the other stick, huh? It was like <laughs> it was like it was like Kylo Ren. This guy had a tattered hoodie. Like he was just like, like who the hell is this guy? And then I looked, you know, I, I looked over as I was putting my quarter in, and it was Ray. And I thought, oh my god, I hadn't seen. I don't know if he didn't, he didn't recognize me or whatnot, but we didn't say anything to each other. That's and, funny how uh, that works. <laughs> and I bumped him off the sticks. I by luck. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I beat you and I thought, okay, so we're we're kinda onto something here. Mm -hmm. And then you left. I think yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you had been there for a while. Maybe you're just tired, just like Honestly, it's kind of like a vague memory because I honestly didn't remember it until you brought it up. So I I I think you were the first person to beat me and after that I just left. Yeah. So you took off and then I didn't see you until I don't know. Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. That's when I came back, yeah. So it was one of those you know, I, there, there's a lot of people that uh, that I've met that just disappeared off the face of the earth. Like, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think I was going to see you again after that. I just mm-hmm. remember we had that one match, and that yeah, was I it. didn't. I never thought I was coming back. Never thought yeah. I was coming back. Yeah, so it was really hard. So 2009, nothing. Mm. Just Xbox Live, which I was going for number one ranked winner. Oh god, which I did get. I grinded like almost like 48 hours straight, just oh, just shit. ranked match, and I was number one. And I beat somebody who was really butthurt because. He hacked my shit. The rank, every time I won, I would drop rank. And I was like number like 700,000. I'm like, there's not even that many players who play this. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> so, so you're just playing online, 2009, 2010. For a little bit, yeah. That was it. That was the only way I could had, get the, the fix. Wow, really? You had no desire to, to... It's not that I didn't have desire. It was just I was in a different situation in life at that time. So I see. For a lot of people, for a lot of people that don't know what I went through... Uh, I had a daughter and she's no longer in the picture anymore because, uh, you know, I was doing my responsibility and, you know, I, with my circles depleting and all that shit and had no one to play with, I didn't feel like starting over. And then now my girlfriend was pregnant and whatnot. So, but in the end of it, around 2011, it got really bad you know, a little personal, uh, my, my personal story, it got pretty bad to where we went to court and that's when I found out like I wasn't the dad and that really fucking hurt me. So like, I, I was I was devastated. I yeah. was lost. I felt so lost. And the only thing I knew that would really help me throughout that time was Marvel. You know, I came back as as shitty of a situation as that was. Yeah, I think that the fact that you had the game available at home without having to actually leave to mm-hmm. go anywhere and see anybody and interact and all that. Yeah, that helped for for a lot of people. I think that was the fix that they needed. Definitely, just just to play different people at at home. I'm mean, I'm gonna get into that when when I do episode two for for my origins yeah. yeah but uh at the very least you had that to fall back on yeah you know def- I mean? yeah i had something it was something but it wasn't like like i had a bunch of time to do it anyways you know because like i was working like two jobs at the time you know like because that's the way my dad raised me you know like if you have kids you know you gotta get your shit together and fucking take care of them that's the way you got to do you know yeah yeah so that's what i did marvel was no longer a priority for me i felt like i did pretty good in 2007 but i felt like i was cheated to see where I was actually supposed to be. Yeah. And that's why when I came back in 2011, like I was salty, dude. Like I was, I was annoyed that I gave up so much time in my life, you know, that, 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 that wasn't even deserved to be taken from me. So I felt like I was cheated out of like some type of potential spot or, or, oh, for sure, or some type of rank or, absolutely, or, you know, cause I was kind of playing like in the prime of Marvel. Yeah. 
if you if you consider the fact that 2009 2010 were the last two evos where, where mm-hmm. marvel was was on the actual evo lineup mm-hmm. you could have done some serious damage exactly and i felt like i was cheated out of that and that's why like when i came back in 2011 i was really angry i was angry at the world bro i was so mad and honestly like i wasn't Coming even planning i wasn't even planning on sharing this story but honestly like i'm, I'm putting it out there because I, I was alone at the time so yeah. Uh, I had no one, no one, like, I felt like this was an uncommon thing, but I'm finding out that it's more common, so. Absolutely, and what you're sharing right now, even though it's very personal, I'm sure a lot of people can relate in some yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, so. Not, I, not not that particular situation, but yeah. just the feeling of, of uh, being being alone mm-hmm. or, or feeling cheated out of what could have been. Yeah. The, the potential that you could have hit. Exactly. Right? Uh, you can apply it to all sorts of aspects of life. Like of course. Work, uh, personal growth, things exactly. like that. Um. I am happy that you came back. I am too. I was very jealous of you when I came back, though. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking hated you, dude. Why? I fucking hated you, man. This is where it starts. This is where, this is where the beef between me and Ken started. Let's I come back because, because he used to come to my house, and I was like, man, this guy don't know what the fuck he's doing. And I was like, how's he beating everybody? He's putting videos on SRK. This guy thinks he's good. You know, I was like, man, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go show him up at Regency. Man, he fucking, he didn't even spit. He just gave me all friction, dude. I was like, no. <laughs> So I was very jealous because you know I, it was it was jealousy. That's all it was. So, very envious. Well, Evo 2011 was, was my first Evo. And that's mm. when I when I faced Cable Guy, I faced Chunksta. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Reset you did. and all that. And when you came, I, I remember seeing you at Evo. And we talked for a little bit. Yeah. But you weren't really playing. You were a bit more. No, I was using a lot of 2011 time because didn't Marvel three come out in 2011? Right. Uh, 2010, I think. 2010. Yeah. Yeah, I would say 2010. Oh wow, I thought it was 2011. Oh well. So like there wasn't really tournaments or anything going on for Marvel two because everybody was so caught up with you know Marvel three and whatnot, and uh, oh, man. so it was just I was using that year to just play casuals and you know see who was still around and just shake off rust, you know I didn't really start getting more confident until 2012 like I shook off the rust and now I'm 2007 but better and I'm like oh yeah it's time, <laughs> it's true yeah bro you came back and as soon as you had. Uh, you had adjusted to the the way the meta had shifted a little bit. Mm-hmm. You were just kicking ass, like you like you never left. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you and I would exchange uh, tournaments. Oh like my tournament god, sets and stuff yeah, like that. Like, fun. dude, Ray and I would would bump heads, not yeah. just in the game, but but outside of it too. <laughs> yeah, like, outside of it too. We'd yeah, and, and, and I'll, share, so I'll share a story, dude. I'll share a story. I'll go like, ahead, go ahead. I probably forgot it already. Like in 2012, it was it must have been like 2011 or 2012. I remember we there was a tournament at FFA. Oh god! And we had to play on uh, the FFA sticks. Well, that was all that was left. That's the only reason why I went. Like, there wasn't any tournament, like any arcade tournament. FFA was like the last one. I I don't know if it was like winners finals or grand finals, but um, I remember it was you and I, and Ray and I got into an argument over. Did we over who was going to be player one, who was going to be player two? So I think we flipped a coin on it. We we? flipped a coin. Yeah. And then we argued about that. (laughs) (laughs) No, let it hit the floor. Let it hit the floor. You're feeling the texture for the flip. Dude, it was so petty. We were so competitive that it was it was that petty. It was no no no, don't catch the coin. You're gonna let it hit the floor. Yeah. Well and and I'd be like, Well, what does it matter? Well, because you can feel the so, friction. You can feel the friction. The smoother side is a heads, and the rougher side is tails. So if you flip it and you catch it, you rub it like this. You know it's face down. That's what he said. That's, that's why I was like, no, let it hit the floor. I was I don't trust you. That's <laughs> so what ended up happening was I ended up getting the player one side. 
and her. and Ray <laughs> and Ray being the <laughs> being the opportunist waited to see what team I was gonna pick. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's waiting right. at the character. Oh, yeah. So he's just he's just moving his characters and he, he's yeah. he's talking to whoever's like on the right on the right. Yeah. I'm looking hey, at my what's my up, peripheral. man? What's up? But he's he's just looking he's looking at the screen through his peripherals. And and back then I only picked one team. It was like, dude, you know I'm gonna pick MSS. Mm. I don't have a Santhrax, I don't have anything else. Yeah. So I pick MSS. So what does he pick? MSP. MSP. That's right. MSP. And yes. it was a long set. It was a long set. I still remember winning that set. Mm-hmm. And after, it wasn't easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. Yeah. No, okay. I'm just kidding. By I'm no just adding these no, little, no, no. By no means. I'm just adding these little but, bits of jokes. To be honest. But uh, it was so competitive that after the match, I remember uh, Race made a comment. And he said... Um, yeah, because Crybaby over here needed a player once, so. <laughs> oh. and I was I was like, well, I mean, you know, you, you say what you gotta say, you know what I'm saying? But that's how it was. I was if saying it with my chest. Loss, I didn't care. Yeah, if you if you took a loss, dude, it was salt. It was salty, man. Was so I, would, salty. I would get salty if I would lose. So yeah. salty. That's how competitive we got. But I do remember, you know, I, I want to go get a snack or something to drink or something like that, and Ray came up and he said, "Hey, man, sorry about that. I just get hype and." I don't know what else. Yeah. Like, dude, you didn't have to do that. But um, that's just who I am. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. It's just in the moment, you're kind of like... <sighs> Let it flow through. Especially when you're using equipment that you're not uh, Adjusted used to. to and used to, yeah. Yeah. That, that's always why Dreamcast has been the superior choice for tournaments or money mm-hmm. matches. Because I, you I bring your own way. shit. You bring your, your own, own equipment. Yep. And if you lose, you have no excuses. Yep. It's your shit. You should have fixed it. Yeah. That's it, yeah. You should have practiced. But Ray and I, would, we would do that, and we would have matches, and uh, mm-hmm. and we, we would go back and forth, and he would call me a masher and say, oh, man, why are you mashing, bro? <laughs> yeah, God man, block like a man, bro. I swear to like, God. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm over here like, dude, why can't we just have like an honorable set you know, between two great competitors? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh we it was you can't you can't hit the next level unless you have somebody to test your skill against like they say steel sharpens steel right mm-hmm. yeah so ray was one of those guys that uh had the same hunger and the same desire to better themselves and dude i was mm-hmm. very fortunate i was very fortunate to have somebody like him because everybody else had moved on to marvel 3 yeah i know marvel or, 3 or, or street fighter 4 or, or uh, cross tekken mm-hmm. or whatever you know all these yeah, other games and he stayed. He stayed with it, man. Yeah. He beat me in tournaments. He beat me in uh in like first of, first of three for five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he would beat me every so often. So yeah, every every now and then. It was it was awesome. it was just uh that's awesome. Man. So that we could continue yeah, improving, dude. I mean, uh, what are we gonna do? Eventually, I did like how we kind of set all that aside. That was 2013. 2013 is where that, is where it changed. That was that was now, when, yeah. We became the shake and bake of NASCAR, baby. Yeah, the <laughs> dynamic duo. You know what I mean? Blocker bleed, baby. 2013, yeah. Blocker bleed became a became a thing, and Ray and I ended up teaming up to uh, take on all comers. Mm-hmm, definitely, it was it was great, man. It was so great. much tech that we we exchanged and uh, used to kind of yeah better ourselves yeah i think i think when that happened you definitely pushed me to like my strongest form that i ever hit like even beyond seven beyond 2007 beyond 2012 because 2012 is like when i felt confident to start money matching the big names but once we teamed up 2013 like because that uh, around that time there was like the geriatric warfare's uh, super arcade tournaments remember they were starting to come back Ye- 
2000. Yeah, yeah, actually, that was yeah, that was that was when 2013. They, that yeah. was that was when me and Servbot were kind of bumping heads, and that's yes. where it started a little bit. I can't there. believe it's been that long. It's already. been that long, oh, dude. Shit. Yeah, so dude, that that was when the, like they started catching traction. Like people were like, "Oh, Marvel two. I think they were just kind of over Marvel three. They're like, you know, oh, let's just go back to Marvel two. You know, at least some more people were coming back i think that's when duck started coming back it was like 2012 2013 yeah that's that's exactly right yeah yeah because duck came, back, duck came back and then he started going to the super arcade tournaments yeah. bill Woman started coming back yeah and uh i think clockwork came back for just a little bit you know yeah. for the super arcade tournaments but he's mainly doing his other other newer games so yeah that around i feel like 2012 13 and 14 were probably like my best times like my so strongest forms during that time we were kind of cementing ourselves as the top guys yeah it was in in the local scene at least. It was either you or it was it was me. Yeah, I, I, the only way I was winning is if you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> there were some times I was beating you. There there were some times. There were yeah, some times, but like if you weren't there, it was like almost guaranteed I was gonna win at that time. Absolutely, I was yeah. like, Pfft. absolutely, bro. <laughs> that that's just how it was. It yeah, was the, that's it was how it was, the, man. We it were was just, the pecking order. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, 2013 when we went to Evo. That was uh that was the first time that we had gone to Evo together. The circus circus. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you okay. didn't you didn't need a CRT. They already had them in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I forgot about that. They did. I want to know what was it like watching the match with me and Sanford. In oh, the it was room. hilarious. In the room. Well what was oh. I mean, obviously well, I know I, I know God. what happened because I was playing, but yeah. what did it look like from your end? From my end, um I was worried for a second for you. Because Why? you were getting caught up with with what the fucking what, what fanatic and the other people were saying, and you were kind of like you were kind of like talking while you were playing, like trying to talk back to fanatic. Uh, I even told you I was like, dude, just shut up and play. Yeah, shut up and play. Yeah, I do remember. I didn't want you getting distracted because if you lost that day, you were never gonna hear the end of it. You were never gonna hear the end of it. And I was like, dude, just it's shut true. up and play. Like just. Just play. Like, just let him talk. Let him talk. Who cares? Let fucking world run his mouth to fanatic. Or Dude, whatever. world was this close to cracking fanatic. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He was about to crack him. Mm-hmm. But luckily, nothing. Nothing popped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Until the second set. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, so there's a first of ten that's uploaded on YouTube between Sanford and I. Uh, a lot of people don't know that Sanford and I were right in the middle of a second set, a second first of ten, and this one was a lot closer in score. Sanford was it was like what four six or something. It at was the time? like yeah, it was like six four. Yeah, Sanford. I was still up. Yeah, you were still up. But, but Sanford was making a point to adjust. Yeah, he he, he was he was on a second win, and I was already kind of like as right. a great player would. Yeah, dude, because we were burnt out all day. I remember that we were yeah. fu- we were fucking tired. And Daryl, we almost went to bed. And- yeah, Daryl just kept talking and talking and popping off and stuff like that. And the match, the whole set ended abruptly because Sanford got up. And told Daryl, hey, man, if you keep running your mouth, I'm going to crack you in the fucking face. Yeah. And Daryl was like, well, do it. He you know, the, the alcohol's flowing. And yeah. Daryl's like, do it, do it. He and we had, we had to separate him. Uh, Sanford ended up throwing a, a trash can across yeah, it the was room like that di- missed my head by like It was like, Arkeo, watch out, watch out, watch out, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I fucking ducked. <laughs> it was like bullet time. It, it just whooshed right past me like, Shh. oh, wow. Dude, it was so, it was so crazy. And unfortunately, we didn't, get to, we didn't get to finish that second nah, set. Yeah, we don't know yeah. the outcome. And for the, for the new people coming in and, and hearing like these dramatic stories and you know, in the grimy situations, like don't don't think it's like that anymore. Because on honestly, it's definitely more watered down. Around would you say like a lot nicer nowadays? I I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I feel like everyone's more friendly nowadays to with information. It, it goes to what I said the last episode is that nobody cares about rankings anymore. No, no one does. It's just 
It's just, you play, you play for a good time, and yeah. that's it. That's yeah. why I'm at the point where mm-hmm. I'm comfortable sharing like my tech online, yeah. uh, tutorials and stuff. And all the like tutorials that. you're doing, yeah. which are really nice. I like the editing. It's, it's not just, so much about pride anymore, but mm, people. Are it's just, still, I, I think for me, sometimes it's about pride a little bit. I don't know. Sometimes it gets the best of me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just naturally competitive people. Yeah. So it's what's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Ray, I think honestly, we're gonna have to do a part two. For you, I was just about to ask you that because I We're still got I still got a lot more. Yeah, I know to you say. have a lot more. That's awesome. I got more from 2011, 12, yeah. 13, and fourteen. For those of you listening, um, this is exactly why. Uh, we're doing these episodes because there's just so much to cover. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to get Ray back on here. Definitely. Uh, to continue because we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Yep. Now uh, we're going to get more into like so the of potatoes on this. Uh, I did want to cover a few things before Let's we kind of wrap it up. Of course. Um, I'm, start, I'm starting a segment now called The Run Back. Okay. So for this part of the show, I just want to ask, is there any particular set or money match that you never got to rectify or correct and that you wish you could take care of today hmm, anybody that you've lost to in tournament any money match any set yeah is there anybody that you wish you could just put get on the sticks and and destroy with what you know now i feel like i got unfinished business with g-con is that right yeah definitely oh that would be so hype man that would be a, you definitely know what that, that would be, be a good so set, man. Hype. i would be down and yeah. and neo is that right? Oh, I've, I've never had love. a really sat. I never sat down and have like a really good set with Neo, like a first to ten. Yeah, it was always like three out of five, four to seven. But those, right on. But those two players, like if I was to ever come back, oh dude, I'd pay the five dollars in Patreon just. For <laughs> oh <that>. my god! <laughs> but yeah, definitely G-Con. I would put up money for would, both of those. Beautiful. Man. I, I think G-Con, G-Con and Neo and Neo versus Spartan. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so now that we have we have that out of the way, the community did have some questions that they submitted that I, I want to ask and uh, awesome. see if you can give some quick, a bit of a some Q&A. quick answers. Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, so I do have Hilton Canhai from the Facebook group is asking, are you suck my MVC2 on PSN? No, I don't touch PSN anymore. I, it's, it's more of like a paperweight now. I don't even use it. You want it, by the way? You can have it. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah, you PSN guys can have garbage. it. Uh, okay, so now that, that we have that out of the way, um, no channel, LOL, from YouTube. He's he's a, one of my greatest supporters. Shout out to that guy. Okay. Uh, he made a comment. He said, Spartan is one of the best jack-of-all-trades of Marvel. Uh, question for Spartan. What player do you hate losing to the most? Player? Like specific player? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. What player have you taken L's from that you just, you just can't stand it? It's a tough one. Probably, fuck, dude, that's a tough one, man. I don't know. Like, mm, prob- I don't know. I can really we'll, come back, we'll come back to it. Yeah, let's come back to that one because honestly, like, I'm trying to think back. And I, like, is this overall or just overall, now? dude? Overall, yeah. Just, oh, okay. All right, let's come back to that one. Okay. That, that's too much to that one. All right. Motivational GM from YouTube asks, what is the best reset that you can think of that you've landed on a top player? Oh, that's a good the best one. reset that I could think of? Yeah. Like oh. You've landed. Oh, MSS drones, baby. Here we go. <laughs> MSS drones. I think it was like an 07 when I found when I I I, I don't I'm not gonna say I claimed it like it's my reset, but it was something that like I was dabbling with and I was like, oh shit, this is pretty cool. It was when uh you slide down heavy kick with Magneto, call drones, super, super jump, tri jash down straight, roundhouse, land, let the roll animation hit, 
dash with the rolling body and you want to mix up between like you're going to hit in front or behind with a down short and have yeah. drones follow with the punishing with the pun with the you know punish him with that right five feet stay ass beautiful. oh so beautiful oh, oh, i love it and i love hard knockdowns i love hard knockdowns over like soft uh soft resets i think that's oh, that's I what agree. i would call it right i agree completely yeah yeah because yeah, you know you got players that just you know mash jab you know yeah. i, I I've always hated low tier players. That's something I've always loved about like <laughs> always hated low tier players, dude. Always <laughs> shout outs to video. Yeah, shout outs to him. He's probably like the only one that could really pull it off. And Justin Wong, obviously. But all right, uh, K West for life from YouTube is asking uh, how long did how long did it take for you to get used to moving from uh, controller to arcade? Mm. I, I don't think you got started, but I don't think you got started on pad, right? I did start or on did pad. You? Dreamcast okay. pad, Dreamcast okay. pad, and PS2 pad because that's all I had. Okay. Uh, um, the trend. You know what? It was really hard to transition because I was so comfortable on the D pad. I was like, I don't want to switch. Like I'm comfortable here, you know. But you can't plug. You can't bring your arcade. I mean, you can't bring your controller to plug into the arcade yeah. machine. So it's like, what the fuck? So I had to force myself to get out of that comfort zone. Uh, Dude, for, it took. It took me about like uh, I want to say maybe like eight, nine months, maybe two years. It took, take, and it takes time. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you completely. Yeah, like like relearning everything You're like that I learned on everything. pad. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not doing flight mode with my thumbs anymore. I'm doing it with a stick. Yeah, and then I've been going all the way up, and then you know, and then back then, like I was learning, I was doing the slide, and then I learned the claw from reset in 2007. Ooh, yeah, yeah. he we taught me touched up on that. He yet. taught me the claw, side. dude. I used to slide, but then I, I stopped doing the slide because if you do it too fast with storm, you get a lightning attack, fucks yeah. you up. Use the claw, baby. Very yep. true. <laughs> All right, and then finally, just a general question: uh, Do you have now, now that the game is more accessible than ever? Mm -hmm. uh, a big problem was that the license had run out for Xbox and for uh, for PlayStation, PlayStation. Three. Yeah. Now with the ability to do Fightcade as well as Null DC, now it's accessible to anybody mm -hmm. who has a, who has the proper equipment. Do you have any advice for the newest the newer generation that's picking up the game? Um. Yeah. Uh, don't. Don't don't stress yourself out. This is like this is an extremely hard learning curve. I think people nowadays have more access to information, so it would definitely they would definitely learn faster at a faster rate than we did. I think absolutely. Oh, for sure, because yeah. of how helpful it is. Yeah. So just because you're hearing me say like I started competitively in '04 and I didn't really do well in '07, that's three fucking years. I guarantee with the information that we have now you'll probably see that progress in a year, maybe even two or a year and a half. Just really depends how hungry you are. You know, you got to know what you're going for. If you just want to have fun, learn some casuals or some low tiers, go ahead, man, have some fun. Because when I started, it was just low tiers and look where I'm at now. Yeah. I agree completely. And I'm sorry to say, but you're not going to get uh, better overnight in Marvel. Yeah, this is not an overnight it's thing. Not an overnight this thing. Is, yeah. Or in a month. This is not just a simple flowchart game. No. Yeah. Like you do he throws a Dugan, I jump heavy kick or something. This is not that simple. <laughs> That's so very true. <laughs> Guys, with that said, uh, we're gonna kinda wrap things up here. Before we do that though, I'm gonna bring Spartan back. Uh, since we weren't able to condense everything into two hours. Yeah, sorry, We're guys. gonna bring him back because he has a lot more to say, a lot more stories. Mm -hmm. Some of it is gonna cause some waves and some ripples oh, yeah. uh, in the community when, when Hope he, you got when your life jackets on, on, boys. And I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything, Ray, that you wanna leave to the audience uh, to mm. kind of give them a heads up for what's coming next? Uh, you're basically just going to hear my growth between, you know, coming back from 2011, like why I, I mean, you obviously know why that big gap from 2007, 2011 took place. But when I came back, I was very angry and I was trolling a lot. I was like a big savage and you're going to hear more 
about like my growth as a person, what happened in 2011, 2012, like all my big money matches that I sat down and played big names. That was like when I first money matched Wes. Like I was like, I got the balls to take on some big names, you know, and you're going to hear more about that and the rematch between me and Bill Wellman in 2012. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You, know, the, you know, there's more matches. You know, I'll definitely bring up uh, the serve bot stuff. I know everybody wants to hear that beef. <laughs> That's juicy, everybody man. Everybody <laughs> wants to hear what happened and all that stuff. I mean, we squashed it now after that last money match, yeah. you know, so yeah. there's, there's no hate or hard feelings now. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's That's just going to cool, be man. like where I'm at now, uh, what I've progressed into and more detail of what I was thinking and feeling at, the, at those times. Awesome. Right on, brother. Yeah, man. We can't wait to have you back. Uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Honestly, yeah. I like the setup. This place is nice. Of course, man. So of course. Sick, dude. You're going to be like the next uh, Rogan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan. J-R-E. Hey, guys. So with that being said, we're going to kind of wrap things up here. I do appreciate you all tuning in. Hopefully, uh, this gave you a little bit more insight on Ray as a person, not just a player. Yeah. And remember, every player has their own backstory. We've all gone through the trials and tribulations of learning the game. Mm-hmm. And... To be able to do it with personal issues or anything that may have hit us along the way, mm-hmm. it's all the more admirable, man. The yes. fact that all of it played played a part into the people that we are today. Absolutely, uh, I love you, brother. I love Appreciate you, too, you having on here, and I uh, can't you too, wait. To, You're the best. Can't man. wait to have you back, man. Dude, I'll be love back. You, yeah, definitely be back anytime yeah. you guys want me to. All right, guys. So uh, just make sure that you like, share, subscribe, send it to everybody. Yep, yep. Here we and, go. And uh, I have a lot more content coming your way. A lot more videos. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying the, the whole corn go bit, the uh, the flying screen uh, tutorial, all that stuff. I have a lot more stuff on the way. So just uh, stay tuned, Definitely. and uh, we'll see you when we see you. Take care, guys. Peace. Later, everybody. <laughs>